MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, January 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A winter weather advisory is in effect for Lancaster and Berks County, the Lehigh Valley, and the Poconos from 7 a.m. until 10 p.m. today. The storm looks like it's going to bring mixed precipitation to the area, but for most of us, we'll see heavy rain this afternoon Tornado! and evening. Tornado! <laughs> no, but maybe some thunderstorms. Isn't that wild? Uh, yeah, I know. And this will be like the the second one uh, in January. North of the Lehigh Tunnel and through the Poconos, there could be three to six inches of snow and then a change to an icy mix. In the Lehigh Valley, expect one to three inches before the change to rain. Temperatures are expected to rise quickly today. Uh, In northern Chester and upper Bucks and Montgomery counties, a slushy coating is possible before a quick change to rain. They're saying that uh, we'll see uh, mostly rain in this area uh, and heavy rain in the area may cause ponding of water and localized flooding for the evening commute. So this afternoon, uh, your travel home might be a bit difficult. It can be more deceptive that way, too. And PennDOT officials said that they are out. They have 200 trucks treating the roads. They're brining the roads north of Philadelphia should ice begin to form. They're saying on your commute home, you may see some ice, so just be careful. The celebration of life for legendary Philadelphia DJ Jerry Blavitt will be available for everyone to watch, even if you can't attend the services in person. Blavitt passed away on Friday, January 20th. He was 82 years old. His family released a statement Tuesday saying, thank you again for all of the kindness uh, and shared thoughts thoughts over the past several days. We have heard from so many who love Jerry as much as we did. We appreciate all the prayers, love, support, and memories. Oh, those memories. Services for the entertainer known as the Geeter with the Heater, the Boss with the Hot Sauce, will be held Saturday, January 28th at the, Casilica, the, the Cathedral Basilica of St. Peter and Paul at 18th and the Parkway in Philadelphia. Jerry wished for a big celebration of life, his family statement said, and we have a big one planned. Singer uh, Dionne Warwick will deliver the eulogy the wow. viewing will begin at 9 a.m. and the mass is set to begin at 11:30. So, I have to confess, like I knew where Jerry stood in in um, you know music history and his legend and all the, the celebrities he had hobnob with. But I mean, this level is pretty amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a wonderful yeah. tribute. But I, I would not have thought that they you know that they would be this huge. But obviously, that's how much he he meant to the area. Mourners who are unable to attend in person will still be able to be a part of Lavitt's final farewell. A live stream of the service will be offered on Saturday morning starting at 11 a.m. Uh, 6 ABC will provide the live stream on their website, app, and streaming TV apps. On behalf of our family, thank you. The statement concluded, Jerry loved all of you. Following a record year of car thefts in Philadelphia, police say there have been more than 1,200 vehicles stolen in the city just three weeks into the new year. Wow. The Phil- I know. I, re- I started laughing. I was like, oh, my God. They must They must accidentally now at this point re-steal a car, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. The Philadelphia Police Department. <laughs> they must step out of their car, get confused, and then jack the car they just got out of. <laughs> and steal it again. Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Police Department shared updated data Tuesday that shows 1,220 cars stolen in the 
the first 22 days of January. Jeez. Last year, 14,684 vehicles were stolen, which was up from more than 10,000 in 2021, 9,000 in 2020, and 7,000 in 2019. Amongst the most recent victims, a Philadelphia Eagle safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, we talked about this yesterday, took to Instagram about the alleged th- theft in a mm. video. He shared, uh, wi- shared widely on Instagram. You can hear the frustration and shock in his voice that someone stole his vehicle after the bird's big win at the link. Is there like a place where, uh, like a hotbed of an area where most of these are taking place by any chance? The police that were responding to a uh, an attempted car theft near me, uh, they told my neighbor that it's it's just spreading out, okay. spreading out. Okay. Where you think you're safe, you 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 know take the precautions because the, a cruise like the crew that attempted to steal my neighbor's car, uh, they're going out and about. They're all over the place. So well, uh, that's great. Law enforcement sources confirm that the theft happened sometime overnight Sunday into Monday in South Philadelphia. Another victim said her 2017 Kia Sportage was stolen in the same time frame in the Ogons neighborhood, despite putting a club on the steering wheel. Fortunately, police called her on Tuesday to say that her vehicle was recovered, but she says that the thieves destroyed her steering, co- steering column and smashed a window. What if you put a club sandwich on your steering wheel? Okay. Because it might they slow them down enough. They, they get a little eat. sleepy. Yeah. They fall asleep in the front seat. Arrested. Just saying. Love it. Or park it in a club. You can right? do that too. Right? Stancers, lights. Uh, what are these Kias doing in here? Yeah. That's what I that's what I would do. I would park it in club a club. Club Kia. Yeah. Last year, police said they believed a string of thefts and break-ins of Kia and Hyundai vehicles were linked to a TikTok challenge where thieves are learning how to hotwire vehicles using something as simple as a USB cord. Do you think it would work, Kathy, if they had a TikTok turn yourself into the law challenge? Oh, maybe. Yeah, see. You could, like, dance your way into the police station. <laughs> right. It's funny because TikTok can be, can be used for good in so many instances. And then other, it's... Because there's people that ruin everything out there. Uh, I know. <laughs> All right, in sports this morning. The Flyers lost to the Los Angeles Kings 4-3 in overtime last night in South Philly. What the f*** is this? Kevin Fila scored one minute and nine seconds into overtime to lead the Kings to the win. Anze Kopitar scored two goals for the Kings, while James Van Riemsdyk, Wade Allison, and Rasmus Ristolainen scored for the Flyers. What the f*** is this? They're on the road tomorrow night with a game in Minnesota against the Wild. The puck will drop at 8 o'clock. The Sixers, who were a perfect 5-0 on their road trip out west, are back home tonight with a game against the Brooklyn Nets. The Sixers are three and a half games behind the Boston Celtics for first in the east and one game ahead of the Nets. Tip-off for the nationally televised game is at 7.30. And former Philly Scott Rowland has been elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame, making it over the threshold by the narrowest of margins. Rowland, who was one of the sport's best third basemen in the 90s and 2000s, was named on 76.3% of ballots cast in his sixth year of eligibility. Rowland was a seven-time star during his 17-year career playing for the Phils, Cardinals, Blue Jays, and Reds. His eight Golden Gloves are fourth most for a third baseman. He won 1997 National League Rookie of the Year as a member of the Phils and won the Cardinals when they won the World Series in 2006. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks, Kath. Actually, I met Scott Rowland like his first weekend in town. Uh, in Philadelphia, he was. Oh, uh, I, wow. was I went to a ball game, and, and our friend John Brazier had uh, 
uh, set me up in a in a suite. Cool. And my Sweet. dad was there, and wow. uh, Scott had like a wrist injury or a hand injury or something. Mm. Like that. They couldn't play right away. Yeah. And so uh, John introduces to him, and and um, and then he kind of pulled me aside later on. He's like, "Do you know who that is?" I was <laughs> like, "No." And he goes, "He's like, that's the next Golden Boy. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's the guy." And now you two have something in common. Uh, you will be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, and you were in the Radio and Hall of Fame. in the Radio yeah. Hall of Fame. Uh, he was one of our first guests at the Camp Out for Hunger. No way. Yeah, I actually have a Polaroid. I believe it's in our uh, office somewhere. Yeah, that year that he came in. Yeah, it was. Um, you, you can see like Adams Mark Hotel. Wow, and, yeah, that's wow. way back. Yeah, Man. that's very cool. Now we've paved his way to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, without yeah. that. Where would he be? That's true. You're welcome, Scott. I mean, yeah, th- I think, yeah, sure. I, mean, I think that's appropriate. So. It kind of sucks that they have to, you know, by the thinnest margin ever, he, you know, forget, uh, yeah. he got in, He's in. you know? You're in. I think there, were, um, there were three years in the last ten where nobody got in. Yeah. That no one could, no one met the requirements. Wouldn't you hate to see the margin by how much we got into the Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame? Yes, I would. I'm just trying For to. For fear we find a clerical error? I just accepted it yeah. and, and uh, I'm trying to forget about the details that uh, <laughs> Don't want to know. Just squeaked in. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, we welcome you to Wednesday morning. Wednesdays mean uh, Fox Good Day, so we'll do a little check-in on TV this morning. Also means a secret text word. Today we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets for Sarah Silverman's uh, Grow Some Lip Store. That was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Did we do that? And too? this week. All right, perfect. Good. Just want to make sure we weren't making a mistake. Uh, it's going to be the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, February 4th. Tickets and information at OceanAC.com. But if you want to win these via the secret text word, just text word secret, to 39333, and we'll bounce a word back to you. We'll ask you to call in later with that word and the designated caller. We'll win those tickets, and we'll give away a pair randomly as well. So just text away and set it and forget it. It's a great Ron Popeil once Absolutely. Rochester um, Grill. And then, not only that, uh, we will have uh, a last pair of passes for Creekside Cabaret. Oh. Uh, tonight, Nick McElwain. Yeah. Doing hey, an appearance, yes. I'm there from uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. tonight, and then followed by the lovely Sarah Parker. She'll, she's there from... 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., and she's judging the amateur contest. That's yeah. a great one-two punch there. Yeah, it should be a fun night. Sarah's in her element. So listen up for your uh, your chance. When we'll give those away at some point. And, uh, oh, yeah, we have uh, NFC tickets to give away. NFC, uh, oh, NFC tickets to give away. little thing. What's that? Yeah, so, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's that? We have tickets to the Eagles game this weekend. No! For Sunday, and we are going to do it. Casey has this great idea. Uh, to do a block pool. Yes. You say, well, how can I win in a block pool? Because the game's on Sunday, and I won't know until after the game if I won or not. No, we are going to have Eagles versus Niners playing, Mm -hmm. but on Friday morning, we're going to play a game of Madden here in our studios. And decide it. And we are going to decide it via a block pool, which means we will have a chance for a hundred different people to be in the running for those tickets. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And there will be other prizes, too. So we'll do first, second, third quarter, and then a championship at the very, very end. So uh, it is courtesy of our very good friends at Duncan, because the President of Steve Show runs on Duncan. They have given us these tickets, and we will give them away. God bless them. So starting this morning and very soon, we will start collecting names. Yeah. We'll put you in, in, the, uh, in the block. You don't get to pick your blocks. It doesn't no. really matter. It's all random anyway, because yeah. we'll fill out the blocks, and then we'll essentially roll a die to pick where the numbers go on the ins on the, uh, the across the top and and down the side yeah. and it's all random and uh, and then on Friday we're still working on who our competitors are going to be. We know who one of our competitors is. Oh, we be. do. Yeah. Do we yeah. want to reveal that now? Uh, I, well, I'll let Kathy do the honors if you want to. What say who it is? Yes, yes. our one competitor. Our one competitor is Brent Selleck. Yes. 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 Brent, 
Brent Selleck's going to come in? Yeah. He's going to come in. Read what he wrote. If you yeah, it was actually pretty funny. Uh, so I was talking to him last night. You know, I just kind of throw it out there. We we see who we can get. And he responded. And, you know, he said, uh, I'm not good at Madden. Haven't played in 15 years. I'll still probably win, though. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, Nick just pointed this out. It's his birthday today. Yeah. Uh, who else's birthday is it, Preston? It's my yeah! birthday. Yeah! Wow. I had no idea that Brent Selleck and I have a birthday on the same day. That's I forgot crazy. both your birthday and Brent Selleck's. Oh, my god! What gosh. a miserable that's human okay. I am. Nah, don't worry about it. Uh, so, well, that's awesome. That's so, Brent, we'll be here, and we're working on another person to face off against him. And uh, the, uh, the the final score is going to determine who wins in the block pool. So, uh, just listen up for your chance to call in. We'll take your name. We'll put it down. And you might be going to the game on it's Sunday. It's so awesome. And as they're playing, you'll be able to watch the game. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're going to feed the we're game through. Yeah, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube. By the way, the the tickets are you know, oh my, they're like a thousand bucks each. It is. Uh, it and is going down in history as the most expensive conference championship uh, game. Oh, wow. uh, is, that, is that real? Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I in, mean, in that, NFL history or in uh, Philly history? No, in NFL history. And That's amazing. So tickets wow. on average are going for somewhere in the neighborhood of like eleven hundred bucks a piece on average, right? So there are like standing room only right. tickets that are available for like six or seven hundred bucks, but then there's other tickets that are gone for $4,000. But they're free when you roll the donut way. you damn yeah. straight. So I tell you what, we'll give you a little bit of time uh, to get up and moving and get yourself ready to get by the phone, and we'll probably start getting to the giveaways in the 7 o'clock hour. Yep. Uh, and then we'll, we'll load it up. We got we got 100 of them. So we're going to do, I think, 60 on our show and another 20 on the other shows throughout the day on MMR, and then we'll do some online as well, so we'll get into the details on how that's going to work out. You'll have a shot. Just know that if you stick with us, you will have an opportunity to go to the game on Sunday, and we would love nothing more than to send you there Yeah, uh, for an amazing weekend. Yeah. 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 So we will uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> yeah. And we will get into the entertainment reports and yes. a stupid question <laughs> when we return. Yes. Stay with us. Yeah. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com slash health for more details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Super question prize. We have a pair of tickets to see the Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour. Uh, presented by the Preston and Steve Show, which is going to be Friday, February 3rd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Uh, question that I have for you this morning is, what science deals with the motion of projectiles? Mm-hmm. Ah. 215-263-WMMR. If you happen to know the answer to that, call now. 
What science deals with the motion of projectiles? 215-263-WMMR. Now, better call quick because there's not very many interesting birthdays on my birthday. Uh, I, I grew up, uh, you know, when I would look at whose birthdays historically it was, uh, there was usually no one. And then... Alicia Keys came along. There you go. I was like, okay, that's a really good one. That is a talented gal right there. Uh, she's celebrating her 42nd birthday today. Is she one of those perfect pitch people? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Is, uh, so have you heard that? Yeah. I, she I, may be. But I might. that might be, you know, what does I, that I know mean? Lady Gaga is. It, it, does that mean you say, uh, all right, give me an A? You say E flat, they will sing it. Okay. Or and and they can do it the other way too. If you play a note on a keyboard, they'll say that's an F sharp. Okay. And if you go to YouTube, watch some videos. I've seen people who have per- perfect pitch, even little kids. Uh-huh. And they'll sit there with the pan- piano and they'll be able to do that. It's amazing. Can you teach yourself per- perfect pitch? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I'd heard that uh, um, uh, Bobby McFerrin had perfect pitch. Maybe maybe some of the great musicians, right, uh, right, have it as well. It almost seems like a superpower. It does. Yeah. It, because I mean, how can you know those frequencies? You know, just how can you create them right. just like that? It's pretty amazing. Well, it's kind of like the the plot in the Music Man a little bit, right? Where he's you know he tells the town like. Well, no, you can play any instrument you want. Like, just think of it. Like, if you if you want to whistle a song, you can just whistle the song. Yeah, you know, he was and a con man. He was a yeah. con man. Doesn't mean that it'll be in key. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Alicia Keys, beautiful, talented, uh, forty two years old today, uh, and then a few other people are in here as well. Anna Ortiz, who is from uh, Ugly Betty, uh, Devious Maids. Devious oh, Maids. Oh, now, yeah. that's my show. She's 52. <laughs> Those uh, maids. So Mira, devious. Mira Kirshner, who is on The L Word, not another teen movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know who she is. In uh, teen movie, she's the uh, re- she's the bad girl who uh, likes corporophilia. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, yeah, I yeah. didn't see teen movie. Uh, she's 48 today. As we said earlier, and this is great, he's going to buy B Hair on Friday to help us give away the uh, Eagles tickets. Brent Selleck hey. has his birthday today. He's uh, great. Former Eagle. He's a super nice guy. A he lot is. of fun. And works in the world of real estate yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. Uh, how old is he? He was born in 85. I know that. So we're 38. What he, he's 38 years yeah. old today. Oh, God. We're the same age. Uh, Brent's great. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Uh, he, 20 years ago. <laughs> Damn. He's been Damn. at, he's been at uh, the uh, Keenan's Live broadcast and all kinds of stuff with us. And then here's another big birthday that came along, did not know, uh, Vladimir Zelensky. There you go. President of Ukraine. You guys get together? Former actor and comedian, by the way. Too. Yeah, uh, there's uh, footage of him pretending to play the piano with his penis. He is uh, 45 years old today. Maybe me and uh, Vlad will get together. Why not? A little bit later on. Can't hit the links because it's rainy. We'll go to Texas Roadhouse or something like that. We can that. do indoor golf, we right? enjoy that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll take him to iFly. Oh, that's a birthday. You got another pinky to break. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're looking for an answer to the stupid question. And uh, what science deals with the motion of projectiles? 215-263. WMMR is a number. And we are going to go to Roxanne and see if we can get an answer. Hi, Roxanne. Good morning. Hey, morning. Hey, morning. All right, Roxanne. What science deals with the motion of projectiles, please? Ballistics? Yes. Yeah. Ballistics. That is correct. Hang on, Roxanne. You just got yourself a four-pack of tickets to see the Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour presented by the President's Chief Show Friday, February 3rd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now via 
Ticketmaster. Uh, I'm going to go over this. We, we covered it later in the show yesterday because the awards uh, announcements or nominations just came out for the right. Academy Awards, the 95th annual. Uh, excuse me. So I'll just reiterate what we touched on yesterday. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once took the lead with 11 nods. So huge uh, for that film. Uh, the Banshees of Insurance. Which I want to see. Casey, you saw it. You liked it a lot. I did. I really enjoyed it. And All Quiet on the Western Front. We're close behind with nine nods each. All three films are nominated for Best Picture alongside uh, big box offices like Avatar The Way of Water and Top Gun Maverick. Now, I uh, I tried to watch All Quiet. And it, again, like I just, it was the wrong time. I was tired and I late. But have you guys seen it? It's on Netflix. No, it, it, looks, it looks really good. I watched the first couple of minutes. There have been two versions uh, so far. There was the original, which is... A classic. Yeah, there was a remake with uh, Richard Thomas from uh, the Waltons, and um, and so this one is supposed to be very uh, visceral. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so along with those, that's films, a fun war that World War One. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar: The Way of Water, The Banshees of Incheon. This is uh, for Best Picture. Uh, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Uh, are up for Best Picture. Uh, Best Director nods go to Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Insurin, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostlin for Triangle of Sadness. i tell you what, directing, uh, my money would be on Everything Everywhere All at Once because that is just, it's so rapid fire. There's so many, it's a multiverse thing uh, yeah. on steroids. Yep. Uh, but for best director, you never know. They might give it to Spielberg because yeah. it's a movie about movie making, and, and they love that. And they love that. Yes, best actor uh, nominations are Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Insurin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. Best actress nominations: Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde. Uh, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, uh, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best Supporting Actor nominations are Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Insurance, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway, uh, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keegan for The Banshees of Insurance, and Kehi Kwan for Everything All at Once. Uh, and Best Supporting Actress... Uh, the nominations went to Angela Bassett for the Black Panther Wanda Wakanda Forever film, uh, Hong Chow for The Whale, uh, Carrie Condon for The Banshees and Sharon, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Sue for Everything Everywhere All at Once as well. Is this her first Oscar nomination, Jamie Lee Curtis? Don't I think know. it is. I it believe is. it yeah. sounds it is, like yeah. it might be, yeah. Uh, a couple of other quick categories. Best animated feature film, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I still have to see that. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, uh, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. And best documentary feature, uh, the films are All That Breathes, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, A House Made of Splinters, and Navalny. Uh, <gasps> so the 95th. Academy Award nominations are out, and the ceremony will be, it doesn't say on here, but it's coming up uh, in, in a few weeks. So there you go. And uh, other award show nominations to follow. Yes. Uh, on Monday night, uh, Priscilla Presley took to Twitter to thank everyone for their support following her late daughter, Lisa Marie's uh, memorial service at Graceland on Sunday. This marks uh, Priscilla's first social media post since Lisa Marie passed away on January 12th. Uh, she wrote, thank you for all your condolences. 
Uh, you have touched me with your words. It's been a very difficult time, but just knowing your love is out there makes a difference. That tribute was pretty huge. I mean, they had some luminaries there performing, and I had no idea that she had so many, uh, Lisa Marie, that is, had so many friends, yeah. you know, in the industry. Yeah. A lot of uh, interesting yeah. names. And uh, so, yeah, so uh, she's uh, finally uh, reaching out and saying some things. Uh, Sherry Lee Ralph, the Emmy and Critics' Choice Award winner, was just announced on the lineup of Super Bowl pregame entertainment performers. Uh, the actress and former Broadway star will sing Lift Every Voice and sing before the top teams face off. She belts out. It just her speaking manner is like she's on stage, you know, singing a song. She's very talented. In addition, legendary singer, songwriter, and producer Kenneth Babyface Edmonds will help kick off the game night festivities. The 12-time Grammy winner will raise his voice to sing America the Beautiful before country star Chris Stapleton sings the national anthem just before the kickoff. Wow. That must be a last-minute replacement because it was originally Corey Feldman pressed. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. And by the way, do we want to throw a few more songs into the pregame? Yeah, here? Mitch, pad it up. Give it another three hours. Yeah, maybe we can do the Macarena or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. Uh, truly excited. He, uh, this is what uh, Babyface said. He said, truly excited and honored to perform America the Beautiful at the Super Bowl and to be a part of the pregame lineup. Uh, and the 57th annual NFL Championship Showdown is garnering intense fan buzz since Rihanna was announced as a halftime performer as well. So there you go. Lots of there. So we get oh, ready for kickoff. And they're also adding a new thing, person. They're going to have uh, the remaining World War II veterans uh, play Simon Says. Oh, yeah. I can it. only hope that that is as stirring and emotional as it sounds like it will be. They pad the crap out of God, that thing so do, much. Man. So much. It's, it's okay. It's a bit much, yeah. I think, for me. I mean, the game is, is exciting enough. So, But who knows? Whatever else. Oh, Corey Feldman. Whatever else they're going to add. Come on, Corey. Bring us home. <laughs> Uh, Paris Hilton appears to have announced the birth of her first child. The U.S. socialite and businesswoman shared a close-up picture of a baby gripping a thumb to her Instagram on Tuesday. And she wrote, you are already loved beyond words. Paris, hurry. Take down the wiener. Uh, Paris' granddaughter of Hilton Hotels founder Conrad Hilton has been married to Carter Riem since 2021. Uh, People reported the couple had welcomed the child, the son, via surrogate. And she said in an interview, it's always been my dream to be a mother, and I'm so happy that Carter and I found each other. Uh, We're so excited to start our family together, and our hearts are exploding with love for our baby boy. I don't know what the name of the baby is. No, but, you know, look, she's um, Paris Hilton has gone through some stuff, which we found out when she was in school. Uh, And um, so good for her. It's To me, it's the most touching, beautiful picture to see a baby's hand holding on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's so tiny. I it's mean, so we're tiny. looking at, at the yeah. picture of this. I mean, the, the, the child's hand is the size of her thumb right. nail. Yeah. You know what it gets like, me is the uh, the fingernails. Uh, like the tiny little fingernails and then like... Exactly. When, and then when you manicured. Have a, well, when you have a baby, uh, eventually you kind of have to like trim them a little bit so they yeah. scratch themselves. I'd be terrified. <laughs> that's a little delicate process. It is. Yeah. We it used is. to put uh, socks on their hands. So right. Really scratch. Scratch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I do that when I drive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Kim Kardashian wrote, so happy for you guys. You guys. Guys. You guys. Oh a baby, congratulations. So happy for you. I cannot be happy. Paris and entrepreneur Carter, longtime friend of the Hilton family, got engaged in February 2021. After more than a year of dating, uh, they tied the knot in a three-day wedding ceremony last November. Yeah. <laughs> so they have... <laughs> 
a baby now. I'm just looking at her Instagram page. I don't follow her. She looks good. Uh, Paris? Paris? Yeah. Yeah, for just great. having a baby? No, I mean, I'm just <laughs> no, saying. No, a surrogate. Dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because she, you know, she started with work uh, on the face pretty early on, and sometimes yeah. that can go bad by the time you're in your 40s, and uh, she looks really good. All right. Uh, this is not looking so good. Julian Sands, the actor, we talked about this uh, a few days ago. He remains missing. Mm. As the search for the English actor stretches to 11 days on Tuesday, authorities uh, provided an update on the effort to locate him. What's the the classification pecking order? It's search, and then they they and then it's a recovery, right? Uh, t- so there's uh, yeah, search and rescue, and then there's uh, seek and recover, maybe or something yeah. like that. Uh, so on Tuesday, authorities provided this. They said he had been hiking in the Baldy Bowl hiking area, roughly 50 miles east of L.A. Sands was reportedly missing. On the evening of uh, January 13th, numerous ground and air search efforts have taken place. The sheriff's department said as of this time, Mr. Sands has not been found and no evidence of his current location has been discovered. The search will continue, weather and ground conditions permitting. Authorities also shared they had successfully located another uh, missing hiker in the area. In uh, Baldy Mountain? Yeah, yeah. And we had a woman die there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, She had a fall, but uh, the man had suffered um, weather-related injuries. But he was able to leave the area with the help of officials and has since been transferred to the hospital. I hear a much safer class to pay mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have issued an additional precaution to avoid hiking in the area around Mount Baldy due to harsh environmental conditions. Uh, Sand's brother, Nick, has expressed fears that, uh, you know, he's they're not going to find yeah, him. Yeah, it does not. I mean, you hold out hope, but, I, yep. you know, it's not looking good, as you said. I mean, as you're doing the story, there's a, a whole litany of things that could have gone wrong. Right. I mean, especially with him, him being by himself. Yep. One of the things that's, like, I'm thinking, I'm like, did he get attacked by a cougar? You that's know? possible. Well, it could happen. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that thing could. That oh, could you're have, an actor. No, 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 not a, not an older <laughs> Come woman. on, kiss me. Um, <laughs> And then he, he runs into a tree. Bang. <laughs> you deserve it. You made me feel ugly, and I don't like that. Uh, his his brother Nick you said... You want a breath, His brother Nick said he's not been yet declared missing, presumed dead, but I know in my heart that he is probably gone. Oh, my God. Uh, that's horrible. But he said, however sibling rivalry being what it is, it would be just like him to walk out of there and prove me wrong. <laughs> he has an army of friends, fans, and admirers that have been fantastic in their support, and we will miss Jules dearly. So that's terrible. Well, that'd man. be nice if that happens. And then you go, you, then you have a large area to cover to find him, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to, as far as, you know, locating a body. Yep. Um... Uh, entertainment companies are severing ties with Justin Roiland, who co-created the uh, popular animated series Rick and Morty. Following recent media reports that he is awaiting trial for 2020 domestic abuse charges, Adult Swim said yesterday it had ended its association with him. They said we can confirm that the show will continue without his involvement. About two hours after the Adult Swim announcement, uh, Squanch Games said Roiland had resigned from the video game studio that he co-founded in 2016. Uh, he is part of the duo that mastermind uh, Rick and Morty, and uh, he had also voiced the roles for animated uh, shows including Adventure Time, Fish Hooks, Gravity Falls, led his voice to both of the characters in Rick and Morty, the, the titular characters, uh, titular characters, which uh, they will cast new voice actors for the show's upcoming season. So I wonder in this case, he's charged with it, he's facing these charges, he hasn't had his day in court. I understand that you don't want to be within the blast zone of somebody who has something like this against them. Yeah, right. Do you think that they, the offer would ever be made were he to be found innocent of the charges? Probably. yeah, maybe so. 
Uh, Roiland was arrested in August 2020, some seven months after an alleged domestic violence involving an unnamed woman. And they had, like, you know, kidnapping charges and stuff like that. That's heavy duty. Yeah, it is. Uh, the reaction to a gentleman named Beeman Zakari purchasing the iconic Astoria house from the beloved 1980 film The Goonies has been overwhelmingly positive. We talked about this a couple of days ago because he said that he was going to welcome fans to the movie who want to see the home. One person, though, is not happy about it. Of course. And they've plastered their displeasure all over the front of their house. A neighbor who lives two houses down from the Goonies house hung a large banner on their house that reads, Goonies not welcome. Jeez. Oh, it was in response to a large amount of traffic and attracts to the small private neighborhood. And that's in stark contrast to the open arms approach of Zakaria. So he put a banner on the new house that he bought in response that reads, Hey, you guys, Goonies welcome. <laughs> and it didn't end with that. So his buddy bought the house next door. We talked about this yeah, the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Bought the house next door. So he put up a huge banner with a black arrow pointing to the Goonies not welcome neighbor's home that says, Ignore Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious. I brought this up when we first talked about it. Like, here's a person who kind of lived in relative, like, maybe peace and quiet. And these people come in and now they're inviting... Do you yeah. know what I'd say? Let it breathe a little bit. Mm. See, yep. see if it's overrun. I think you can, you can scale it before nothing's happened so far. You yeah. know, I mean, people occasionally drop by. I doubt there's going to be thousands of people every day. Yeah, that's I, it. I, know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just going to be occasional right, people coming right. by and taking a picture, and that's it. So, uh, speaking of the Goonies, I, I, I told you guys yesterday about this uh, Hollywood Roundtable, um, and Kehi Kwan's on it, and his. You know who his agent for uh, everything, everywhere, all at once was? Uh-uh. It's Chunk. Jeff Cohen from the from the really? Goonies. Yeah, he's now an entertainment lawyer. Hey, man, and good for him. They've been friends for a yeah. really long time. They've been friends since the Goonies, so he needed some representation for for his latest role because he hadn't acted in 25 years. Hey, wow. So he reached out to Jeff Cohen, a.k.a. Chunk, who negotiated the deal for him. Oh, it's so awesome. What a great it. story. And he was we had him on the show. He was a great interview. Uh, and they uh, they got together over COVID and did like a a, a table read yeah. of the movie scenes and Chunk was in that too. What's his name? Uh, Jeff Cohen. Jeff Cohen. Yeah. That's you know awesome. what? Uh, listen, the whole pandemic sucked, but those table reads were fun. They were pretty cool. Yeah, they yeah, were. I agree. Getting the the old cast back together. Right. Loved it. So Will Smith's Fresh Prince of Bel Air co-star Nia Long is coming to his defense. Who did Nia Long play? I don't remember. The youngest sister, no, no, Tatiana no, Ali. No. Oh. Uh, Nia Long would have been a girlfriend of his. Okay, because she's a contemporary. She was also uh, who do you call it? A girlfriend uh, in Boys in the Hood. Oh yeah, okay. Juniors. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who did she play then in Fresh Prince? How could she slap? How could That's she? That's what slap? I. Hogan. 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 Uh, well, Casey was saying she may have played a girlfriend of of Will Smith's. In that, but anyhow, it's possible she played Carlton for a brief period. No, definitely not. So she has come to. Uh, she's coming to the defense of Will Smith after he slapped Chris Rock at the Academy Awards, and she said, and this is an interesting statement she's made. She said, "I will always love him." He's had an incredible career, and he's carried a burden for many years to try to represent what perfection looks like. Mm -hmm. And she said, I don't think that, at least when we were growing up, there was room to be human, and I think he's now able to be human. Yeah, by bitch slapping. (laughs) Full on. so human. Rearing back and slapping someone in the face. This is my humanity leaking out. 
Yeah, no, sorry. That's not, not human. That's being an animal. That's being a dick. Yeah. 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 That's being an animal. Yeah. You're right. There, Kath. Yeah. You think uh, they're going to make some jokes uh, at the Academy Awards this year about the slap? Oh, wow, oh, man. I didn't even I don't think know. about well, that. Believe it or not, the Academy's, they kind of though no one will right? admit it, they're kind of excited because they had, they had yeah. terrible numbers. All right. Yeah. And, it'll, it'll, yeah, uh, out of pure curiosity. That's it. You'll probably get you'll probably get people tuning in for the opening monologue, okay. and, yeah. and that'll and then the, you'll see a massive jump. And that, Jimmy Kimmel's hosting again, so you know he's gonna dabble in it. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, listen, there are especially with like when Gervais was doing that stuff, Steve. Nothing was off limits. So oh listen, if you're gonna do that, if you are going to get up on stage and assault somebody, then you better be willing to take your own lumps, man. The amazing part of that case, if you remember, he was allowed to go back, sit in his seat, huh? win the award. That was a major, a major standing oversight. ovation. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I think that the, the 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 academy or whoever allowed that to happen, they're kicking themselves. They're like, we should have. You know, they didn't probably, know. Yeah. But in that time, in that moment, they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the hell well, do I, we do? I bet you people still thought, like, is was it planned? Like, did they work I this know. out? It was oh, yeah. very surreal. Yeah, I yeah. know some people who still think it's a conspiracy, that it was all made up. And oh. um, and Casey, when watching it, a lot of people didn't even see it and didn't even know about it the next day, until the next day. No, because it all got cut off. And they, and they cut yeah. it out, yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. it was completely edited. So, yeah, I mean, I guess they, they were trying to think... Well, the show must go on. Let's just get through this. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same thing, but it's kind of equivalent to like there was one time me and my family we were driving to the Sixers game. Okay, <laughs> okay. I can't wait right. to hear this. So we're this driving. Is your it's Academy it's everybody, yeah. right? And uh, I guess we're like by the airport when we found out that Seamus had a a project due the next day that he had not started yet. And did you rear off and smack him in the face? No. Okay. No, what I should have done is I should have turned the car around and went home right at that very moment. Right. And we didn't. We, okay. we went to the game anyway. And we you allowed him to have his fun. We allowed him to have his fun. We allowed Will Swift, Smith to get up there and have his fun and, and accept his award. Right. And they shouldn't have. And we shouldn't have. We should have turned that car around. Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. Yeah. Well, well and, but listen, and then again. you ruin your own fun. Yeah, you yeah, turn yeah. the yeah. car around. But you, yeah, you ruin your own fun. victims. You ruin your own fun anyway. When Will Smith wins that award, you go... I'm sorry he could not be here because he physically assaulted somebody on stage. Right. You remember about 20 minutes ago? Yeah. And if you guys were to turn the car around, it would, you could have held it on Seamus and said he ruined it for everyone. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And then later yeah. on at night when he's asleep, you all put uh, bars of soap and towels. Yeah. <laughs> go in and beat, beat him, him with them. But we didn't. And uh, and then okay. I, I stayed up till midnight doing a project in my garage. You taught him. Yeah. I'll, I'll oh. show him. I'll build this freaking simple machine. For him while he sleeps. While he sleeps. And... Kill him. Oh. Uh, so Nick pulled up a, uh, a clip of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I remember Nia Long. I think they got married on on the show. I think on the show. Had, yeah, okay. they, were, they were boyfriend girlfriend for a long yeah. time. And I think when the show ended, and maybe I'm misremembering, but I think like towards the, their character arcs uh, took them to getting married at the end. I yeah. sporadically watched the show. I was never you know that dialed into it. I loved it. It was the a beginning. Funny and I loved show. it. Well, yeah. And, and Steve, like you know, he, he was he was cool. <laughs> yeah. And he was from Philly. And then uh, you know, I, I don't want to say it jumped the shark. I just I got less interested in it yeah. as the seasons went on. Yeah. I was a big Carlton fan, always was. Oh, my God. That one scene where he goes crazy crying, and then he just runs throughout the entire set crazy. He's like, ah! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! <laughs> the audience? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, he yeah, drags yeah. himself yeah. across the floor. Like overacting everybody. I watch that every day for the rest of my life. It's so good. All right, a couple other uh, stories. Savannah Chrisley. Released yes. a new episode of her podcast, Unlocked, with Savannah Chrisling on Tuesday. Which is funny, because when I first started reading this, I'm like, oh, they have podcast studios at the prison. What, uh, 
How the hell did this Probably happen? the prison she's at, they do. Well, no, it was a it's film the daughter, yeah. prior to her life falling apart, apparently, she said. Uh, Savannah's parents. Oh, it was, okay, this is the daughter. This is the daughter, yeah. Of uh, her parents, Todd and Julie Chrisley, reported to their respective prisons last week. She did this. So she wrote, last week was extremely difficult for my family as, uh, as a whole and each of us individually. Uh, we kind of had to say goodbye to my parents for somewhat, for a little bit of time, for the foreseeable future, and that was really, really, really tough. Uh, she said, I may seem happy-go-lucky, and during that time, there was a lot of hope that was had. I wasn't faced with the reality of the situation. This was pre-life falling apart. So she released this podcast, I guess, where she isn't, doesn't sound like she's all torn up about her. Well, well she, <laughs> family's so effing annoying. The, the, uh, the dad, remember, so a while ago, he claimed that he was gay, and then now he says he's not. And um, then he said his own daughter was involved in some sort of porn venture, which hey. apparently she's not. So they hate each other. Uh-huh. Uh, the mom and the the dad. There's no there's no love there. Apparently, it's so a he's just a he's a he's a habitual liar. Habitual liar. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's uh, I hate I, his face. It's not a bad idea though, Press. I don't know if you could do that, but uh, podcast in prison. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about, like, some really interesting stories. I mean, if you're going to get, like... You know, do, do, like, the birthdays and giveaways, stuff like that? <laughs> they can do, like, yeah, a swap shop. Yeah, thing yeah, 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 yeah. You know, have people call in and, you know... It's uh, time for Travio. Yeah. I'll uh, give you this shit for some of your prison wine. Uh, let's see. So, Variety reports that the highly anticipated biopic about Madonna, or biopic, however you want to pronounce it, uh, which the Material Girl singer was set to direct herself... Is no longer in development. Oh, in Universal God. Pictures. No, uh, this comes after she announced her world tour last week. So that's not going to happen. Is it? I mean, is biopic and, and biopic the same thing as Caribbean and Caribbean? Probably. I, I think they both work. Okay. Yeah. You know, some people. I mean, if you're saying a biography picture, I guess you would say biopic. But I biopic works. I always, I know what people are talking about. Yeah. All right, and then one last thing. Uh, actually, two more things. Then we'll move on to the clips. According to Entertainment Tonight, uh, Clueless stars. Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, and Elisa Donovan will be reuniting at That's Entertainment. That's for Entertainment 90s Con 2023 in Hartford, Connecticut in March. I'm going. Uh, so Dash said, I'm so excited about the reunion with my 90s peeps. Uh, Amanda Bynes will be reuniting with her All That co-stars, Lori Beth Denberg, Danny Tamborelli, and Kel Mitchell at the event as well. So there's a few different reunions taking place at this thing. I love Clueless, and I consider Clueless a perfect movie. I can watch it anytime it's on. It's just, it's it's a little, it's a little slice of heaven. I'll have to see it sometime. All right, and then uh, last thing, uh, Jerry Blavitt, uh, we were talking about him just a little while ago. Uh, Kathy had uh, his... Uh, funeral information, and uh, Dion Warwick is going to be uh, speaking at his it's amazing uh, at his uh, uh, remembrance uh, service. And uh, there's also an event that's going to be taking place. A few of them uh, down the shore, where that was you know Jerry's second home. Yeah, uh, the Ore House Pub at 318 42nd Place in Sea Isle is hosting a two part celebration of life in memory of Jerry Blavitt uh, this Wednesday today, actually, and then a week later due to popular demand. And arm request from the family, uh, second one after the funeral on February 1st. Both will run uh, from 5 to 8 p.m., and the nights will include a video tribute to Blavitt, a running slideshow of photos, and the Just In Time band. 
Uh, the events will be live streamed on Blavitt's Mixcloud feed as well. There's no cover, no minimum, and food and beverages will be available to purchase. So if you're if you're down that way, I'm uh, sure that's people spot will to go. Yeah. travel there for it. Mm. It's going to be packed. Well, the, the calls we took, the, you know, the day after he died, uh, so many of the memories that people had were related to the shore. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Preston, before we get to clips, uh, I think uh, God is recognizing <gasps> your birthday. It's a beautiful it's... sunrise. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it says in the clouds, happy oh, birthday, I Preston. Do I need to walk over there? Yeah, yeah. come on over. It's pretty it's remarkable. I mean, it's like... Uh... Ladies and gentlemen, Preston Elliott is currently receiving his birthday gift from God. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, though. I mean, that's unbelievable. Oh, my word. Casey, you should walk I'm over coming, but right. hang on a second. You should see it from out here. <laughs> I can't believe we get such beautiful sunrises in Balakin Wood. Yeah. And then this is Paul McCartney. <laughs> Happy birthday. I sent some clouds here today. Um... And by the way, it's always when there's a crappy weather forecast. I know. For the they, they're conducive, so, yeah. yeah well, so, the... so for those of us who arise at this ridiculous hour, at least we get one little moment uh, to really enjoy. This is a good one. What's going to be a crappy day. But yeah, that is a pretty sunrise. I, I cracked myself up because years ago when I was a kid, I'm going to stay up and watch the sunrise. I work really hard to do it. And like every morning I see the damn sunrise. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if only you'd have yeah. known that you would see thousands and thousands of Steve, them. Steve, it's like when you're on vacation and they have those like sunrise tours. You can you, you know, gotta go, go see it. You got well, even listen, and you know, I go to Montauk every yeah. year, and there is a beautiful sunrise. I have <laughs> never once seen it. I am on vacation, and I am not waking up at that yeah. time. No way. <laughs> All right, so let's play the clips. Here we go. Mother and son can't seem to connect with each other, so they look for that bond in other places in the film When You Finish Saving the World. And in this clip, Finn Wolfhard discusses the challenges of playing a conflicting character. I think I kind of had to figure out how to agree with everything that he was saying. Um, I think that's part of the reason why I like playing the character so much. Uh, and uh, because I kind of, yeah, I felt really sorry for him, I think. Thing sucks. I, I hope he's going to have a great career. He was um, in It in that first movie. Very he good. was fantastic. Do you know who he reminds me of? Huh. Parker. Really? Yeah. Okay. I get a little Parker vibe I'll out to, of him. I'll have to take a, yeah. a closer look at him uh, with that in mind. Uh, when You Finish Saving the World is in theaters now, by the way. Here's the next clip for you. Dog Gone. Follows oh. the story of a father trying to find his family's lost dog. And in this clip, Rob Lowe talks about the advantages that uh, actors can have. Here we go. Well, being paid to play with a dog is, is a great way to run your career. Let's okay. just be real. Um, I know actors who pick their movies. Ba- Adam Sandler picked his. He, he is like, where do I want a vacation? I'm going to set my movie there. Uh-huh. So that kind of stuff goes into it. Big dogs running. Big dogs out. Dog Gone is now out on Netflix. So I guess this will be one of those, you know, that you cry. Yes. You know what, though? They I always- need to... For people like me and you, it's not going to die. Yeah, the dog lives in this movie. The dog will not die. They need to have a uh, a disclaimer for people like you guys. Uh There is a there is a website called Does the Dog Die? I'm so sick. Yes, and Preston, that's you can check that to see if the pets. I'm so sick of that trope, especially in horror movies. We got it. There's a monster. We're not suddenly. Oh my God! It killed a Shih Tzu. Yeah, we've just seen it kill fifty people. Yeah. Leave the shit to alone. <laughs> he didn't do anything. Do anything. All right. And I don't like it. That's the entertainment report. Okay, so we made this announcement earlier this morning, and I'm going to push this a little bit farther now and tell you exactly what we are doing over the next. Ready? Oh, put, put. 
the next couple of days. We here at the President's Steve Show have your opportunity to win tickets to the NFC Championship on Sunday. Yay! Courtesy of our friends at Duncan. So it is the Preston and Steve Blackpool that's taking place. And here's how it's going to work. So today and tomorrow, we will be taking names. We're going to have 100 of them total. There will be 100 blocks in our block pool. And we will arrange them randomly. And then on Friday morning, two special guests are going to come into the studio. And they are going to be playing Madden football, Niners against the Eagles. And the final score is going to determine... Which pool, which block is going to be the winner of the tickets for Sunday? It's pretty cool. Along the way, we'll give some other, uh, you know, like if you ever go to a Super Bowl party, uh, there's usually first, second, third quarter, uh, first yeah. uh, halftime, third yeah. quarter prizes. We'll do that as well. But then the grand prize is going to be that final score. I love it. And we have to get 100 people on board. We're going to do 60 of them here on the President and Steve show throughout the rest of the day with uh, Pierre and uh, Jackie and Brent. Uh, they will be giving away some, and we're going to do some online, too. So, what we will do now is we will take eight callers eight. at 215-263-WMMR, and we will start throwing some blocks at you. And on Friday morning, we will find out if you will win. All right? <laughs> so, make sure that you're with us the entire time today and tomorrow for your chance to win. Uh, it's real, real simple. All 100 block pool winners. By the way, everybody who gets on board yeah. gets a $5 Dunkin' card. Awesome. Oh, nice. And you will qualify for the first, second, and third quarter grand prizes. So call right now, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll get it started. I love it. All right. And then how do they do this online? What's the story with, uh, uh, how are we doing, Marissa? I don't I don't know that um, as far as you online. You pick up the mouse and talk in. Okay. No, you don't do that. You know what? Can you say that again? Because I was talking to Connor. Online, how are people registering for the uh, you, contest? You can text Duncan to 39333, and you got a link to register. That's right. Duncan to 39333, and you can register online. And there you go, and you might win that way. Nice. So let's get you on board, man. We're excited. We have these tickets, and thank you to Duncan for giving yes. those to us. We run, run on Duncan. You can run on Duncan and run all the way to the link and into the stadium and at the game. So we're going to do that all morning long. We'll be back, and then uh, we have some special guests that are going to be playing Madden. One of them is going to be birthday boy Brent Selleck. Yes. And we'll find out who his competitor is uh, later on. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. From 6 to 10, Nick and Sarah rock Creekside Cabaret in Hatfield. Check out the All-Star Amateur Contest with a $2,000 grand prize. Visit CreeksideCabaret.com for more details. Uh, believe it or not, I did notice a few oh. things this morning that I thought were worth uh, mentioning to you. It's the birthday edition of The Noticer. The Noticer is another year older, but that much more noticey. I <laughs> Dude, by the way, I didn't tell you. Do you guys know how old I am today? Uh, Fifty-five. Yeah. Casey, oh, double double number. Double nickel. That's a that's a lucky one uh, to have, right? Is, okay. is that the rumor, the legend, uh, or is that just a cracker? Crack? That's a good question. I, I don't know. When, yeah, we have like the, 22, 33, 44, that's 55, Maybe uh-huh. we'll find out. Yep. I'll, I'll report to you tomorrow. Let you know if things were lucky today or not. But yeah, God Almighty, I'm 55 years old. You know what, though? That's, it just means you're that much closer to death. Uh, it yeah, doesn't yeah, it, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah, it, though? Good. Yes. But I feel good. I certainly don't feel. And you hope that you do, age. too. Yeah. And I hope, yes, I am yeah. feeling good. <laughs> and I hope you are, too. It is true about that. All right. Uh, so, some things that I noticed. 
Uh, we'll start with this. You guys have seen and heard uh, the Ozempic commercials. Oh, oh, oh Ozempic. Um, you know. So it's a weight loss drug. And it's, you know, it's a diabetes drug. It's to help, obviously, with weight loss. But um, there are a few other ones, too. Uh, Monjaro and uh, Wagovi, I believe is how you pronounce the other one. I mix my Ozempic with Skyreezy. So uh, I can say, nothing is everything. Skyreezy? Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, apparently people are now uh, reporting unwanted side effects like vomiting and facial aging. So if you ask most people, Uh-oh. would it be worth losing a couple of pounds to vomit and look a decade older? Wow. They'd probably go, yeah. Now, at first glance in this yeah. article, and obviously people write articles and they throw uh, headlines up right. to grab your attention, it's pretty straightforward. So yeah. uh, the drugs, uh, which are have exploded in popularity with uh, after several celebrities and influencers were rumored to have used them to slim down, including Kim Kardashian and Elon Musk, but doctors worry that the popularity has resulted in more people taking them without sufficient medical supervision can be risky, and there's a possibility of rare but serious side effects like thyroid cancer, pancreatitis, and kidney failure. But listen, if you read the side effects on most of the stuff you take, You're uh, good. Yeah. there's a chance for all kinds of you things You know how many happening. people die taking regular aspirin every year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I love that, pe- but like it came out, I was like, no one is having side effects. Come on. Like, of course, it's going to happen. Sure, sure. So more common side effects, as many women are documenting on TikTok, are nausea, vomiting, and facial aging, which has been dubbed as Ozempic face. Ozempic oh face. My God. Yes. We have a woman who took it, press, and this is what she said about it. We were pretty Uh-oh. much oh, wow. in my to go. She's, so she's 33 old. years yeah. old. A 33-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so. So Jennifer Berger, who's 41 years old, told the New York Times that she used Monjaro to lose weight following her pregnancy. The drug, which she injected in her thigh, stomach, or arm, worked beautifully, and she was able to lose 20 pounds. But she said that her face had started to look very gaunt. She said, I remember looking in the mirror, and it was almost like I didn't even recognize myself. My body looked great, but my face looked exhausted and old. Wouldn't that be a natural... She just had a baby. Here's here's the deal. (laughs) Dr. Oren Tepper, a New York-based plastic surgeon, said that it's common for key areas of the face to deflate with weight loss so much that the person looks older. Anytime someone has lost weight, you almost always go, I can see it in In your face. In your face. face. Uh Absolutely. You look so old. If you are aged a little bit, if you're, you know, in your 40s or 50s, it's going to be even more dramatic. Yeah. You lose weight, and yes, you are going to look a little bit older. It's described as face labia. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, is that? I've never heard of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hanging <laughs> beef curtains. <laughs> beef curtains. <laughs> Just your nickname becomes curtains yeah. or something like hey, that curtains afterwards. Here. Uh, so when it comes to facial aging, according to this doctor, uh, he said that fat is typically more friend than foe. Yes, it is. When it comes to fate, I'm facial aging. Very friendly with my fat face. So he <laughs> said weight loss may turn back your biological age, but it tends to turn your facial clock forward. Uh, Monjaro, which regulates blood sugar, suppresses appetite, and apparently helps shed the extra pounds, is the latest ask on the market. You see, you know how you can test this theory? In the movie The Whale, how old would you say he is? 
Oh, I don't you know. can't tell. I haven't looked. It defies age. Uh, Dr. Paul Jared Frank, a dermatologist in New York, said that uh, we haven't seen a prescription drug with this much cocktail and dinner chatter since Viagra came into mm-hmm. the market. Uh, Dr. Frank said he coined the term Ozempic face to describe the condition of the sagging face. He said, I see it every day in my office. A 50-year-old patient will come in and suddenly she's super skinny and needs filler, which she's never needed before. I look at her and say, well, how long have you been on Ozempic? And I'm right 100% of the time. It's the drug of choice these days for the 1%. They say that Ozempic has the possibility of being now obviously the vaccines are the most lucrative drugs of all time right now right. but like second or third in its popular you know when uh all the boner pills came out that that was a, a huge right. revelation no though i know somebody who's on it and I, I know marissa has a friend who did very well with it and that person looks great um my friend does not she looks awful um i would say that that you can see it in her face that that like the this face thing that you're talking about like I mean, it almost makes her look like a different person. Okay. So, uh, so is it simply just the weight loss making her look I like a different? Know. I don't know. Because what's happening apparently is it's an accelerated weight loss. Right. So when that happens, whereas you might have a more gradual, oh, that's just her. Uh, when you see it that quickly, it's going to be more stark. Well, and well, like I'm not sure. Like we don't know if she's still on it or not. But uh, like I'm like I hope not. Like well, I hope she's not on it anymore. And or just- as you age, your 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 skin loses its elasticity, and so it can't bounce back. You know, it it, it hangs. So when I go to bed, I take my face off. Okay. Yeah, I, I put it in a in a in a, in a jar by the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, she doesn't live in the area. That's why I'm talking about it. I can't believe that bitch is talking about me. <laughs> by the way, I also saw another I'm article. I'm never going to hate Ronnie with her again. Another article yesterday that indicated that uh, once people are coming off of these drugs. Uh, that the weight's coming right back. Sounds up. Right. It sounds like p- dieting. You know what yes. I mean? Like, like, so you're talking about accelerated weight loss. Yeah. Normally, yeah. people who are trying to lose weight uh, have an excess amount of weight, and it's and it comes off pretty rapidly, right? A pound a week, two pounds a week, yes. maybe even more, right? And then when they stop, then the weight comes back. Well, because on. with this, they're just taking medicine; they're not changing well, their habits. They're that's what needs not to happen. Changing their diet. Well, so no, they are. The- you, you, you take if you take it and use it as a step off for a uh, for a lifestyle change, then it could work, right? right? right. Well, here's exactly. what happens: you you you. You come off of it, and the appetite comes back. Right. So this is a, some of this is appetite suppressing. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you may return to your old ways. So you've got to you got to make some changes. You're That's not why eating as much because you feel nauseous. You, you feel, feel full. full. Right. So so when you come off it, make sure you have things like turkey legs in your glove compartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so fat, by the way, can be transferred from other parts of the body to act as a filler in the face if you need to do that. But since the drugs have exploded in popularity, uh, Dr. Doctors are warning against do-it-yourself weight loss injections at home yeah. with raw chemicals bought online. People are being driven to websites normally used uh. for research groups to buy experimental chemicals amid a nationwide shortage of uh, Wagovi and Ozempic. So you shouldn't buy chemicals on the internet and then inject them into yourself? <laughs> I'm saying this, that <laughs> yes. It's, what it boils down to is that. All right. Well, uh, there, there's a gray area there, Nick, because I will, I use suppositories with our pool chlorine. Okay, all right. And I've been feeling great. Yeah, but you tested it. That was I did. I tested it out on one of the cats. So the doctors say taking medication at home, like doing it that way, buying these chemicals is incredibly unsafe on so many levels and puts people at risk of side effects, unsafe ingredients, and overdosing as well. Well, I put Skyreezy on my... 
uh, French fries, Preston. What is Sky Reezy? I don't know. You don't, you've never Uh-oh. seen the commercials? Uh-oh. What's it Nothing. about? It's, uh, it's actually, I think it has to do with uh, what they call plaque psoriasis. Okay. All right. I have psoriasis. Yes. I have black psoriasis. Well, nothing is everything if you use Sky Reezy. I did not know that. Yeah. I've got I've to turn on uh, yeah. the TV more Nothing often. is everything. Okay. All right. So keep that in mind uh, that there's an Ozempic face out there. Uh, and you need to be careful if you're taking that up. All right, so the uh, American Kennel Club has compiled the top ten most popular dog names of 2022. <laughs> wow. wow. And, I love dog names. Uh, yes, yes, you do. Yeah. And uh, they've them so much. <laughs> they've compiled them from boys' dogs and girls' dogs. In fact, Casey, you will sometimes just think of what would be a great pet name and sometimes that's a motivation to get a pet because you got a great name to give them i want a dog so bad because i just want to name him greg right like you already have about 900 pounds of dog at home wait and i was just gonna say that like i know so many people that have their pet name before they get the pet like for me i I would have to like look at the pet like almost like a kid like you got to look at it and see what the what what name goes with it but case i mean uh, so many people that that picked their dog name before they got the dog so we when we got our beloved chelsea who uh, passed away uh, a few months ago um claire wanted a dog she wanted a a more puppyish kind of dog we went to obviously to adopt went in and the name she had in mind was chester so she had, <clears throat> I want to get Chester, Chester, Chester. Uh, and uh, so she had the name well in advance. We walked in. Uh, the dog that was there was a girl dog. And uh-huh. so I said, how about Chelsea? And she went for it. I think it's funny, though. Uh, listen, you, you give a girl dog uh, a girl dog name, a boy dog boy. It doesn't matter. They don't, you know, like if you called Chelsea Chester. She would have my balls off. She wouldn't be like, I'm a girl. You don't name me Chester. You know, you can name a you're dog. You're so stupid. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. But it's, it's, people do get wrapped up. And impressed that you have the two dogs when you named, the name, you have the name, was it a spontaneous? Is it oh, so? we let the kids name them. Okay. Yeah, yeah so we, we ended up with uh, Haley and Rook. And, yeah. and the reason we had Rook is because Carter was into chess at the time. Oh, uh, there oh, you it's go. It's a good he name. Play I love anymore. that. It's a that. great name. I yeah. love it. Oh, yeah. that's funny. Um, I'm pissed because I, I, Fozzie was always supposed to be Dave. Yeah. And then uh, and then I didn't name him why Dave. I, I don't know why. I, I think... Um, I, Dave! So my brother, my dad, my brother-in-law, my nephew are all named Dave. I thought it would be funny to name my dog Dave just to have another Dave in the family. But right. uh, I, I kind of bailed on it last minute, and I, I named him Fozzie. And I like Fozzie. It's okay. Yeah. I, I you know, But I would have much rather named him Fonzie than Fozzie. I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not really happy with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, kill him. And get yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I am <laughs> trying so bad. All right. So let me roll through the top ten of both uh, boy and girl names. We'll, so we'll start and we'll work our way up to number one, Bill. All right. That's uh, the way to do it. Uh, number ten is Leo. These are for boys. Uh, dog named Leo. Uh, number nine is Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Which would be a great. Uh, watch me lick my balls. Okay. <laughs> Can you can you lick your butthole too? I can lick your butthole too. <laughs> Adrian, let me make sure it's you. I got to put my nose up your ass. Uh, so Rocky is number nine. Yes, and I think you ran into my friends uh, Matt and Cindy Chartrand. and they just have. They I have did, a, yeah, yeah, at the park. And they they just got a dog. Uh, yeah. It was adorable, and uh, their dog's name is Rocky. And it was a little one. Oh, that's awesome. great. Yeah, yeah. Bernard, yeah. Bern, mini Bernardoodle, I think is what it is, and oh, just yeah. the cutest little thing. And yeah. uh, and Steve, it's like it's. It's it's funny to call the dog Rocky because there's no punch in this thing yet. But it, man, is it cute! I, I, I do like the the thing where you name a Chihuahua like Thor. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think that's funny. It's hilarious. Reverse nickname Scout. All right, so number nine was Rocky. Uh, number, 
Uh, number eight is Bear. I've known several yeah. people who have had dogs named Bear before. Everyone that I've known has been a huge dog. Yeah. yeah My first dog was, uh, his middle name was Bear. His first name was Tugger, named after Tug McGraw. Uh, and also because he would tug on the the rope of the other puppies, and then his, his, like I don't know his, his um, breeder name was uh, Bear or whatever. But yeah, that, that was his middle name. I knew someone who was uh, named after Bear Bryant. Okay, oh, yeah, sure. So, yeah, so Bear is number eight. Uh, number seven. Number seven uh, is Buddy. Buddy, come here, Buddy. That's, That's an an a good one. one. Buddy's a like I'll call uh, Rook Buddy. You know, yeah. it's just kind of a, an easy nickname. Come here, Bud. Hey, Buddy boy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> love you, Daddy. Happy yeah, birthday, you. by the way. Thank you. Uh, buddy is number seven. Number six, number six. Uh, is Tucker, mm. oh. which is a solid name. Uh, number five. Sorry, five. I'm ripping right through this. He's uh, nuts. Uh, no, Teddy. Teddy. I've never heard anybody name a dog Teddy. Oh, that's before. my that's my friend's dog's name. Okay, Teddy. All right. Have you seen the the dogs that are they uh, they get them groomed to look like little bears? Mm. No. Yeah, like little teddy bears. No. Uh, yeah, you... it, it's a it's it's you bring it to the groomer and the groomer. I forget what is it Pomeranian? I guess or they'll they'll yeah. trim it down and make it look like a little teddy. Oh, bear. that's funny. Yeah, Pomeranians. You got these pomapoos. Uh, Steve, I've seen my my friend keeps sending me. Uh, uh, Instagram's uh, reels of this dog that looks like Chewbacca. <laughs> Have you yes, seen this I've thing? Seen it. it's I mean, it's crazy. pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, number, you know what? Rook looks like Chewbacca sometimes. Yeah. Um, you got to get him one of those. He's got that color because of Yorkie uh, have that that Chewbacca. Yeah. Color to by them. the way, what is that little sash that Chewbacca wears? Is it's that his utensil. This is pot. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen weight. him actually use any of the utensils on his belt. It's where I keep my weed. <laughs> All right. Next, number five. Uh, uh, oh, I already said five is Teddy. Number four. Oh, sorry. My problem. Uh, you're good. And then... Uh, Charlie. Char- okay, so so I've had pets that have, I've given them straight up human names, and that's that's fun. Uh, Who's I- Charlie? Where's he? <laughs> is this Charlie? <laughs> wow. And Charlie is kind of a nicknamey thing yeah. uh, as well. Yeah. Charlie. Uh, number three. Number three. I've known a few people have had dogs named Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number two. Number two. Is Milo. Oh. Lame. That's lame. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Milo and Otis. Milo and Otis. Yeah. yeah. The cat and the dog, right? Oh, that's a heart. Yeah. That's Does the a dog die? Cry. Everyone dies. Oh, And no. it's a sexual murder suicide. Wait, they did, they did a few of those, didn't yeah, they? they? Yes, they did. So why are those heartbreakers? <clears throat> they, 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 they get they into all cute. sorts of peril, and you're worried for them. And there's more than one Milo and Otis? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Milo and Otis 2 uh, in space. Look that up, Nick. I, I thought that was a series. But I remember Milo, one of them was in, like, a, a box going down the river and, you know. And then there was that one where they joined that sort of a weird underground sex club, Eyes Wide Milo. Oh, I remember yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then uh, the number one was there just one? Number one. I think you're thinking of the one with the, where Michael J. Fox voiced one of the uh, dogs. Okay, maybe uh, just the Adventures of Milo and Otis is one movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was, what the, was the other one then? Milo and Otis, and then uh, Cheese my, and Chong. My dog Skip. Well, I remember there were there were other pet movies like that. Like when I was a kid, there was a series of Benji. Do you remember Benji? Oh, the dog? Benji the Hunted. Yeah. Oh, that was a, that was a real uh, uh, tough movie to watch. Homeward uh, Bound. Was Homeward the Bound. One that had, yeah, that Michael J. Fox. Uh, he was one of the voices. Maybe. And they did a couple of those. Don Amici, I think, was in one of right. those as well. Oh. Yeah, and there was more than one there. All right, the number one dog number name one. Uh, is Reggie. No, it isn't. Uh, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I was like, what? It's uh, Max. So what you're not seeing on this list are your Fidos, your Rovers, yeah. uh, Old Yeller. Yeah. Um, However, the um, 
looking at the list of female names, there are a lot here that I've that I've heard over the years. So we'll do those. Number ten. Number ten. Yeah. Uh, Ruby. I've Aww. never really heard of a, a dog named Ruby. I before. know a girl named Ruby, yeah. but I don't know any dogs. Named Say what? Her. This is the American Kennel Club, uh, by the way, and their top ten most popular dog names by gender. Uh, number nine. Number nine. Rosie. Rosie. Just cute name. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Number eight. Maggie. I had a dog named Maggie. You did? Yeah. She was, uh, oh my gosh, she was the sweetest thing. And like we got her from the SPCA and I just, because I was a kid and she was such a good dog. And, and it, I, it blew my mind that she was available to adopt. Like why would anybody give that up? Give that up? Because she was such a sweet dog. You could take her for a walk without a leash. Chelsea was the same. Yeah, she was a turnkey when we got her. That's why if you know adopt you yeah. know, these dogs are just yeah. ready for a home. They, I was uh, in Kentucky over the weekend. My stepsister and her husband they have a dog, and she was the sweetest, uh, lovable, soft little pup, real, yeah. real friendly, and everything. And they showed me a picture of when they got her oh, rescue. Yeah. yeah, she was abused. It was amazing. Horrible. I'm like, how can anybody treat this little why adorable yeah. friendly puppy that yeah. way? And Steve, we would uh, I would take her for a walk, and I would say, all right, sit, and she would sit on the sidewalk, and then I would walk, and she wouldn't she wouldn't come until like I could be like 50 yards I away. I'm so glad he's leaving. <laughs> Just keep walking, keep walking, keep, going. keep oh, walking. Oh, God, God damn it. <laughs> uh, but she did uh, develop these tumors. Uh, no. that, oh, they'll like, take us to the whole story. Right, no, 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 they weren't cancerous. Um, they just like looked like ball sacks hanging off of her. <laughs> well, so it ends happily. She had ball sacks. <laughs> hey, you want to touch my dog's yeah. ball sacks? Yeah. No, the real ones. Several of them. <laughs> Kiss them. Oh. Number seven. seven. Uh, Sadie. Sadie, cute name. Sadie's popped back up with like uh, Sadie Frost, right? By the way, these all end with E. We've had Ruby, Rosie, Maggie, Sadie. And then number six is Penny. Yep. So there's another E on the end there, E sound. Mm. All right. Five Five. is Willow. Ah. Okay. The movie and the TV series. By the way, I watched that first episode. What'd you think? Um, I, at first I was, uh, I was like, oh man, this is kind of a little too teen Disney for me. Yeah. But then when it got to like the evil characters. It's okay. It's pretty bad. I stayed away because right. I've heard bad things about it. No, go, uh, suffer through the beginning of it. All right. But when they get to like the first battle, did like they, they did it up. All right. It's pretty. So I think, I'm, right. I think I'm going to delve into it a little bit more. Because I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. All Nick right. Murphy <laughs> is, uh, he, um, and I trust his opinion. I trust <laughs> your opinion too. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Nick has a good uh, good taste. And, and both Nicks do. Uh, Not to leave you out. Now. Number, four. Mm. Number four is Lucy. Another mm. E. We, uh, my brother had a dog named Lucy. There's not one dog on this list that you don't know the name of. Right? Somebody in your... How many dogs in your family? Uh, right now? Extended family. Um, uh, well, I have two. My brother's one. My That's sister-in-law. Three. My sister's two. Do you ever get together five. for a doggy play dates? <laughs> No. Oh. No. All right. All right. Uh, I have the top three. Number three. Uh, number three is Daisy. We had a dog named Daisy. We had a dog named Daisy. We had a dog named Daisy. <laughs> Did you really? And I think uh-huh. I think we, as the kids, named it. I was really, really young. I was like kindergarten, but uh, we had a um, a white copper cocker spaniel. She was a an adorable, sweet dog. Uh, but Daisy was her name. Yep. Number two. Number two. I've heard this one many times. Bella. Um, oh, <laughs> is that from the Twilight series? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, number one for the number female one. female dog names is Luna. Luna, I, I think that, that was the number one popular name last year as well. Oh, my friend just got a puppy and named her Luna. Okay, 
Uh, so yeah, this was compiled by the uh, uh, the purebred dog registration and canine partner mixed breed enrollment statistics. So that is according to the uh, American Kennel Club, the AKC. Those are the top dog names of last year. So. It's wild, but people yep. will people will slave over coming up with the right <laughs> name. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we're in the noticer. Uh, so the birthday edition. <clears throat> yes, it's my birthday today. All right, so. Did you guys know that men suffer from a type of menopause as well? And what what are the uh, what are the obvious mm. symptoms of male menopause? Doctors want to bring awareness to a condition impacting millions of men known as andropause, uh, caused by naturally declining testosterone levels. Oh, and they say testosterone <laughs> levels up and down the ages, like you know, twenties, thirties, forties, are lower than they've ever been. So symptoms include hair loss, muscle loss. Depression and fat gain. Hmm. It just sounds like growing old. That just sounds like growing yeah, old, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Is there any legitimacy to um, men experiencing uh, like PMS symptoms at the same time as their partners syncing up? I've heard yeah. that psychologically you can get uh, you can get uh, sympathy pregnancy, right? Right. Yeah. And, and you, um, so uh, I don't see why that wouldn't be possible. You can get sympathy periods. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs> spotting all over the place. I just like sympathy cranky. Well, are, are, when a man spots, is it sharding? I'm not, <laughs> well, that's, yes, that's exactly what it is. Is it reactionary? Uh, I'm I mean, asking about mood, I guess. No, no, like not reactionary. Just like <clears throat> uh, it happens to coincide. I think it. Pro- I think there's wow. something to, to be said for that. I think it's probably reactionary and yeah. you just don't realize She's it. She's in a bad mood, so therefore Correct. you're in a bad yeah. mood. Yeah. Yeah, it can be that way. Uh, the I'm on my period, too. The University of Wisconsin shows low testosterone impacts 12% of men in their 50s, 19% of men in their 60s, and 28% of men in their 70s. You say take Ozempic. Uh, men with low testosterone may choose hormone therapy to combat symptoms. You know uh, who's, like, like in that case with the hormones, and Dr. Mike, you ever ask him about this? He goes, you don't, don't mess around with hormones. Like, I think... To be honest, Preston, I think years ago when I had the prostate cancer, I was on a, um, a testosterone replacement. Yeah, I remember that. And and um, that it may have exasper- exacerbated. I believe it, it might have because if you remember uh, throughout that, there was uh, at the end of that arc when that was all the rage and you see commercials on television, all of a sudden they disappeared. And all of a sudden class action lawsuits started popping up. Mm. I remember Jose Canseco was a... Uh, one of those uh, endorsers, and he couldn't say testosterone. Said, really? Testosterone. <laughs> it's probably because it was his twin brother. Testosterone yeah. probably was. Yeah. Uh, men with low testosterone may choose hormone therapy to combat symptoms working out, and magnesium-rich foods like eggs and fatty fish have also been known to increase testosterone levels. So eat your salmon. Just for my godsend is uh, circus peanuts. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Do I have time for one more case? Oh, my goodness. Or no. I, if you I, want I me to break, I'll take a break. I don't think we do. Because oh, uh, we're going on with Fox, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's it. Uh, we're going to wrap up the noticer, and we will uh, go live on. Happy birthday, noticer. Thank you, Mr. Announcer. Uh, we will take a break, and before, I don't know, not at this very moment, but in a, in a little bit, we're going to have your chance to win tickets to the NFC Championship game on Sunday. It's <laughs> amazing that we got them. Courtesy of our friends at Duncan, we are doing the Preston and Steve Black Pool presented by Duncan. And, uh, you know, when we take a break and come back, we do the foxing. I'll explain it if you don't know what's going on and bring you up to speed on it. Just stay with us because we would love for you to win. All right, stay with us. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. 
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. They may still be in a commercial. Here we go. We're here, guys. Sorry. Live on Fox. Good day. Hey, guys. Good morning. Now we have a question for you, Alex. Mm-hmm. Does playing music make you hotter? Because there's a study that shows the majority of people, they think so. That we're attracted to musicians. Uh, Steve, what's you? I can't keep my hands off of Preston. He's a drummer. Uh-huh. And uh, there are times when he's on. He's tour- Look at that. Look at that. I cannot tell you what's going on in my to, shorts right now. I try not to do that very much around you. It's I know, just amazing. I know what it does. I mean, I, 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 I defy anyone to stop, to keep from pawing the raw sexuality here. Look at Kathy. She's having to look down. She can't even stand it. <laughs> Listen, we've seen rock stars uh, at their sweatiest and uh, yeah. smelliest. So I'm going to go with a no on that one. Wow. Okay. I think no. musicians are, are, when they're playing, they're, 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 they tend to exude a sexuality. Yes. I, I think it, the, yes. if if I see a, a woman, no matter their, the, attractiveness, the attractiveness level of their face, if they can sing... I find it incredibly sexy. What about play a woman, a, a woman playing the tuba? Is that could be hot. So hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of mouth stuff going Unbelievable. on. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my. <laughs> mouth on your tuba. Tuba. Ah. I find it attractive. <laughs> do you? Uh, do you? But from a distance, like it doesn't mean I want to be all up on you because you're right. It is sweaty. It is uh-huh. now stinky. <laughs> but like from a distance, yeah. Well, do, do you get turned on, Alex, by seeing a, like a musician, somebody play? Uh, you know, let's say like Neil Diamond. <laughs> no, but do you see somebody who, oh who turns you on? I, I mean, that's that's the thing, right? That's that's why you become rock stars. Right? I remember vividly well, in, ninth, I, in ninth grade, there was a kid who learned how to play the guitar. He played acoustic guitar, and the cool, hot girls in ninth grade started paying attention to this kid, and it was because he could sit in the, exactly. and then have the girls surround him, and I was like, oh, playing a musical instrument is attractive to women, and that was a, a, an object lesson in my life, and that was ninth grade. So what did you pick up? Did you pick up an instrument then? No, no, no. I, I said he <laughs> was the guy. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Hey, I want to point this out. You know what I find incredibly attractive on a woman is when she tries to throw a kick and falls flat on the ground oh. on her back. I think oh it's so God. hot. That is Wait. hot. Don't. Yeah, that's going to secure me a date in the city. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, should that be done again? It should. It, she has to do it again. It's good luck. I missed this. What happened? For good uh, luck. Alex go, was guys. trying to, People I think you were trying to break a board with that. her knee and uh, <laughs> and she went too far and felt, we're looking at the video. We're showing this to Kathy right now. Oh. Oh, and in fine, oh my God. wonderful oh, fashion, Alex. hit the ground. It was beautiful. <laughs> but she played yeah, it off. You guys want to see it? I did because everybody was sharing it. So I did share it on my Instagram, Alex Holly TV. Because at this point, I'm like, well, if everybody's going to do it. But some people actually thought I did it on purpose. I'm like, why would you think I would do that? No. I spent the weekend with ice and lidocaine gel. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> on my tail 
tailbone area. I actually was concerned for a second because your your right leg kind of fell real awkward, uh, and I and I and, yeah. and I thought maybe you slammed your face on the ground too. <laughs> yeah, you can't. That would be bad. Yeah. I think. But can we talk about? No, we can't. We yes, we have to talk we about. Did time. you notice Mike <laughs> in the video? He laughed and walked away. <laughs> That's that, that's that paramedic training yeah. kicking in. Uh, is it? Oh is God. it? He hugged you. What are you Me talking about? In yellow. <laughs> Took off. No, that was Mark. That's the guy from AmeriKick, Philly. He immediately runs to my rescue and covers me up, makes sure nothing was showing. And Mike just ran away and, and never be seen again <laughs> and laughed. Well, that's so, something we... we <laughs> we all deal with stress in different ways. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, goodbye, you sexy. Bye, guys. bye, guys. We'll see you later. All right, there you go. Um, man, what was I going to mention? Uh, gang. Uh, but but anyhow, if you haven't seen the video, yeah, Alex goes up to, to it's on live, oh, and she goes up to those gigs. She's wearing shoes. She was yeah. wearing uh, you know like boots uh, that don't have any rubber grip on the bottom whatsoever, and tries to throw this kick, and you just see <laughs> her flat out. Go on her back. It's pretty classic. Oh, my God. And, and she was a good sport about it. She's right. I'm watching it now. I can't believe I missed this. I didn't see it. I'm yep. watching it now. And Mike does just laugh and walk away. All right. So, here, Case, I need some I need football. I need, I need, some, I need some music. I need something to get can to. Can I do uh, other hype, things Hype this well? up a little bit. Yeah, if here you can. So, let's do uh, your opportunity to go to the game on Sunday. And this is courtesy of our friends from Duncan. They have given us a pair of tickets to the Eagles NFC Championship game at the link. And per Casey's idea, we're doing a block pool. Now you ask yourself, how the hell are you doing a block pool? Because the block pool happens when the game is over. That's when people find out if they won or not. Well, we are going to have our own Eagles and 49ers game taking place Friday via Madden on a PlayStation. And one of the competitors is going to be Brent Selleck, former Eagle. Yes. Who's going to be here playing Friday morning. Now, at the end of it, we will have 100 blocks that will be filled out. And at the end of it, that score is going to dictate which block wins the tickets on Sunday. And along the way, we'll do a, a first quarter prize, a halftime prize, third quarter prize, and then obviously uh, the big kahuna of it all. You get to go to the game. And what we're going to do is we're going to take calls from people to get on board and to win a block in the block pool. If you get through and you win, you get a $5 Dunkin' gift card for That's your trouble. Cool. So everybody walks away with something yeah. at least. And this is going to happen all day long. So uh, Brent and Jackie and Pierre are all going to have your chance to win as well. And you can also text Dunkin' to 39333 for a link to the online entry. And you can enter that way too. So we'll take... Ten callers. Yes, ten. Bill. I'm taking ten callers right now <laughs> at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give you a block in the presidency block pool game presented by Duncan. And by Sunday, somebody's going to be going to the game. Friday, we'll find out who the winner is. So get on board. Do that right now. And give us a call. We're going to do the Bizarre File while you're calling. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, let's get right into it. Got some stories. We're going to start with this one about a disgruntled chef who released 20 cockroaches from a jar into his pub kitchen after getting into a fight with his former boss. That's that's horrible. Tom Williams had a row over unpaid holiday pay after he left his job at the Royal William Four Pub in Lincoln and threatened a cockroach bomb the kitchen. 
as according to the court uh, proceedings. Uh, David Eager, prosecuting, said that uh, two days later he carried out his threat. At yeah, the, that's that's the guy who called me. At the 170-year-old pub. Oh, he was hired them, yeah. Yeah, he called me. I, I, I That's him. Uh, Mr. Can you point him out in the courtroom, please? Right there. Yeah. All of my appendages pointing there. Uh, Mr. Eager said he entered the premises and released a number of cockroaches. They are non-native species of cockroach used to feed snakes and tarantulas. Uh, staff at the pub immediately called the environmental health and pest control and closed the pub. Uh, the pub's owner said the effect had its uh, had the effect it has had on staff and families is large. It isn't just the finances of the company. It was how the rest of the Royal William team, particularly the kitchen team, are upset with what happened. Well, he impacted everyone, just everyone else. He said they were upset that someone who they worked alongside would be so callous towards them. The statement added that the members of the staff with children were particularly affected as they had to stay late continuously cleaning the kitchen. Uh, Williams was due to stand trial on November 21st but didn't turn up. And he entered a guilty plea to burglary, he lives. burglary with intent to cause criminal damage at the pub and failure to surrender. Marine rescuers in Florida teamed up to help a dolphin stranded alone in a creek for more than two weeks. The Clearwater Marine at Aquarium said that the personnel joined forces with the Fisheries Service and Conservation Commission uh, to rescue a dolphin first spotted in Clearwater Creek. Uh, the aquarium said that the dolphin appeared to be unable to find its way out of the creek, and rescuers were concerned that the prolonged human interaction would endanger its ability to survive on its own. So the fishery service made a decision to mount a rescue and join with the aquarium, and they created a human chain of 28 rescuers oh, wow. in the water to guide the dolphin to the creek's exit. So they got him out of there. That's cool. As people chip it in. I thought that was kind of a nice And once story. out into the, uh, the, the ocean, it was attacked by a shark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Released into the wild. Go for it. All right. Uh, A father is now double amputee, and his daughter is recovering after being seriously injured during a family vacation at a popular California ski resort. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dave Milne and his wife Claire were taking their three-year-old Isla and one-year-old Anna to ski lessons on uh, Mammoth Mountain in Northern California when a motorized snowblower collided with him and his family. The Australian Defense Force veteran who had been living in San Diego threw his body over his children in an attempt to prevent them from being pulled into the machine. This is crazy. He he, he let his own body get chopped up to save his kids. According to uh, a GoFundMe, he started to help the family. Following the incident, Dave was able to keep Anna unharmed, but Isla suffered sustained significant injuries. Claire, uh, his wife, raised the alarm, and authorities were uh, were quickly uh, able to get to the couple's oldest daughter to the hospital. Uh, Dave, however, spent over an hour in the machine Jeez. until rescuers were able to free him. Wow. Uh, he remained un- he remained conscious the entire time, resulting in double amputation, one above the knee on the left and below the knee on the right. I saw a picture of him in his hospital bed, Preston, and he's smiling and because he, he saved his kids. Uh, Dave was transported to Reno to treat his extensive wounds. The father additionally suffered a variety of fractures and has undergone 10 surgeries in the past three weeks. Uh, with many more expected to come. Isla, meanwhile, also required multiple surgeries, but is expected to make a full physical recovery. Good. Uh, The family has banded together with positive determination for the future, and Dave has a long path to recovery, which will now continue in his native Australia. Australia. Isla is still in her wheelchair, but appears to be slowly getting back to her old self, smiling and more assertive, uh, asserting herself a little bit more. So uh, it could have been worse. Yes. Still pretty damn bad, but... 
Authorities say a man is behind bars for threatening to blow up the Bedford County Courthouse in Pennsylvania. State police. That's say, a bold legal strategy. Well, there's even more. So, 39-year-old Luke Barth- Bartholo has been charged with misdemeanor bomb threats, threatening the placement of a bomb. And according to state police, uh, troopers are called January 15th after Bartholo violated a protection from abuse order at a home. Uh, they say the victim recorded a phone call with Bartholo in which he threatened to eat the sheriff mm. and kill everyone inside the courthouse with an explosion. Bartholomew is now. I just want to eat that sheriff up. Held uh, at the county prison. His bail is set at $1 million. <laughs> Never heard of a threat to eat, eat a sheriff. Eat the sheriff. Yeah. I start with the deputy. Customers in line for their morning fix of a caffeine of a caffeine at a coffee shop in Jersey City got the scare of their lives on Monday when a woman walked in and started waving a sword around. A 26 year old who was described as possibly being emotionally disturbed terrorized customers and staff. Fortunately, no one was injured. Uh, the woman faces charges of robbery, terroristic threats, and possession of a weapon, and additional charges may be filed. Maybe it's their fault, though, because they had that offer of medium coffee with every sword. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think uh, about that. Yeah, that might have just been it. All right, and then uh, we'll go with this one. A 31-year-old woman is charged with several offenses after Winnipeg police said she set off a firecracker inside a crowded restaurant and stole a pizza and then carjacked a taxi <laughs> and dragged the driver while Got it was the there. firecracker. <laughs> Uh, officers were called around 3 a.m. Where did the pizza go? About the stolen cab, and that's where they found the 54-year-old taxi driver suffering from upper body injuries. Uh, they were told a woman had attempted to get a ride from him, uh, but she was asked to get out after becoming belligerent. When the driver stepped out of the vehicle, the woman got into the driver's seat and drove away, <laughs> dragging the cab driver approximately wow. 30 feet. He was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Meanwhile, other officers spotted the stolen cab being driven, and they followed the cab until it became stuck in a snowbank. The woman driving the cab ran but was quickly caught arrested. And then they linked her to a restaurant robbery, which happened just south of the carjacking. The woman had demanded food at the restaurant, holding a firecracker <laughs> as a threat. I'll blow this whole goddamn place up. <laughs> you know that's not dynamite, right? Hold the lady finger. <laughs> uh, when she was denied, she lit the firecracker inside the restaurant and then ran off with the pizza. Oh, my God. She could have... Sort of burned Maybe. one of her fingers <laughs> yeah, slightly. She knocked the fingernail yeah, yeah. off. Ow. Uh, there, were, Ow. <laughs> there were no injuries reported in the restaurant. I'll do it! Robbery. A <laughs> uh, 31-year-old woman is charged with two counts of robbery, possession of a weapon. Step and back, bitch. I got two sparklers. Failing to comply <laughs> with a prior court orders and conditions. I will light this sparkler up. <laughs> that. Oh. oh. <laughs> she did it. <laughs> that is what I have in the bizarre file for you right now. All right, so uh, we got our callers uh, being taken care of right now for the uh, chance to win tickets to the Eagles game on Sunday. But we have something else to give away, too. We have a secret text word, and this is your opportunity to win tickets uh, for Sarah Silverman's Growsome Lip Store, uh, which is coming to Ocean Casino Resort in AC on February 4th. Uh, tickets and information at OceanAC.com. Uh, but if you text the word SECRET to 39333, you'll be in the running to win those tickets. So why not go for that? All right, we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back in a moment. Don't forget more chances to get on board for our block pool from our friends at Duncan to win tickets to the game on Sunday. So hang in there. We'll be right back. 
After two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's Eclair. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Oh, our listeners, I love you douchebags. I mean, somebody texted. Whoever I said that, somebody just texted sweaty balls. <laughs> and a few people have texted in Blumkin as well. So thank you. I love for, that. For the love. We appreciate it. No, but it's Duncan, D-U-N-K-I-N. We want you to win. Yeah, most definitely. And some people are texting in saying the page is not working on the website to the link. No, Marissa, can you check on that, please? Are we allowed on the radio? I don't know. Who are you? Who do you want me to be? It's your birthday. I'll be anyone you want. Whoa! Damn, girl. Shannon Jameson. I was dreaming of that offer someday. (laughs) And it finally happened when I turned 55. Fifty-five. The cutoff is fifty-four. Oh damn it! Man. I can't offer you much. Just anymore, lay back, Marissa. baby. I'll take care. Of <laughs> <laughs> is that Marissa's yeah. sexy voice? Like, Just lay back. I'll take care of every day. Kathy's is the opposite of that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll double team you. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's gross. Oh, <laughs> Pretty that's much. Uh, oh. Link works, by the way. I texted uh, the word, and I spelled Duncan correctly, and the link works. By the way, is is that Jason Fayon in the picture is. when you when you uh-huh. go to that link? The Zubaz brothers. The Zubaz brothers. All right. And, and they've made a bit of a splash, They right? sure have. How so? Why? Because there's a lot of people dressed funny and doing goofy dances Yeah, but they there. do it every single game. And, so and have for years. Right? And have for years. Yeah. So when you do that, you, at some point you are going to... Uh, you're going to catch somebody's attention. You're going to rise above. Yeah. Apparently, the dude in the uh, the the Eagles wingsuit, quote unquote, uh, he's he's a perennial as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he does that every single game. He's a uh, he's like a waiter in the area. Love that uh, commitment. I do. I do as well. I and went to a college with uh, the other Zubaz brothers. So he did. I, I've known Jason for 20 plus years. And then the other guy's a guy named Glenn. And uh, he and I were the same class at Bucknell together. He looks a lot like Ron Howard. So everybody when oh. we were in college called him Little Richie Cunningham. Oh. Uh, oh. He's a great dude as well. I saw Kyle Pagan from Crossing Broad. He went through the uh, the parking lot on Sunday and you know, did like a little slice of life thing. And I feel like there was one of the Zubaz brothers, and it, it, at least it was somebody dressed like them doing a full split. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that. No. So I don't think Jason knows how to. What about your buddy from <laughs> Bucknell? You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. By the way, I didn't know that those pants were called Zubaz. I had no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. They were huge Classic in the late idea. 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And they're mm. expensive. If you find, like, original Zubaz now, they're going for, like, a couple hundred dollars. Well, really? I, have yeah. a, I have an old Eagle uh, Kelly Green starter jacket. I mean, it is from, like, 1990, and 
My buddy was telling me it's, it's worth like two, three, four hundred bucks. Yeah, I got okay. some places that'll sell it, including yeah. my closet. Uh, just really quickly, if you are having trouble, uh, you know, some cell phone carriers will shorten a link or something like that. It's right on PressAndSteve.com. Okay. There you go. So. Wonderful. Might be the way to go. And you can register that way as well. We'll do more calls in a bit, but not right now because I want to take some calls for a different reason. Um, <clears throat> so there was a story that Steve sent me the other day. Uh, it's about a family in Ohio and they were charging their iPhone, and it caught on fire while they were asleep. Now, the reason the story is interesting is because it's an iPhone 4, <laughs> uh, so it's an older model. And uh, Brian Liesgang is uh, the man who lives with his wife, Jennifer, and their five kids. And they had no idea that there had been a fire until the next morning. Uh, they woke up, and they saw the pieces of phone scattered everywhere. There was, like, a soot and stuff like that. And so they checked home video, and sure enough, you can see it on video burst into flames. Kathy, on the counter, the kitchen counter, it goes up in flames, yeah. So this highlights the potential dangers of charging older iPhones. Uh, Lee's gang said uh, there was never a mention from Apple when we purchased the product that it would be a fire hazard after so many years of use. And to be honest, letting our kids use the phone uh, and charge and charge it had never crossed my mind as a potential hazard. Uh, so by now, the iPhone 4 is 13 years old, and older phones can be at the risk of fire due to combination of natural wear on the internal components, along with using an old charger. They had reached out to Apple, and Apple had uh, had called the phone in question vintage. Vintage? Oh. Yes. <laughs> it's funny. They, You know, they're, the way they have it set up, they want your stuff to become obsolete as quickly as possible. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes, they do. Absolutely. My yeah. brother had an iPhone 4 for, I mean, forever, for years. Like, just recently, maybe two years ago, got uh, a new phone. And if you remember, he, we used to work at Apple. So he yeah. had that iPhone 4 and would work at Apple. And they would all just shake their heads and I'm like, why don't you get a new phone? And he was, like, hell-bent on keeping it as long as he possibly could. Yeah. I, I have all of my iPhones. I've never... I've never turned them in for recycling or anything like that. You can can actually get a few bucks for it. I know, but I kind of am attached to them, so I keep them as little collector's items. I can see that. You know, I'm a big tech dude, you know, and I I, I do love the sort of retro stuff. I have actually um, once or twice... I'm now in the program where you, you mail in the old phone and you, yeah. you'll get the new one. So, But uh, there was a point in time where there was a charity where you could send the phone and they would give that to people, uh, domestic abuse victims no who could not get a phone. Well, does that charity yeah. still exist? Uh, I, I would love to see where it is. And, Nick, I, I'm, I'm stupid and I forgot well, the contact for it. But yeah. that was to me, that was a great idea. If we find out, let me know because I'm in the market yeah. for a new one at this point, Steve, and, and would love to trade the old one in. Right, right. So here's one of, one of the things I want to throw out there and see if people can chime in with because even though, that's only, you know, 13 years old, uh, and they're calling it vintage. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted to see if who is using, still using a piece of vintage tech, like really like, vintage tech. Yeah. And still using, not you still have it, you use it. Not, th- you know, not four years old, something that's really, yeah. really old. Yeah, like uh, you have an ancient TV that for whatever reason, yeah. you guys <laughs> just never got rid of it. It still works and you still use it. You still plug it in. Two one five two six three WMMR could be anything. Doesn't have to be just you know phones yeah. or television. Just whatever ancient piece of, of tech that you still use. My dad still uses a flip phone, and I got a call yesterday from someone, and they're like trying to confirm an appointment with him, and they're like, uh, "We called twice, and he hung up on us." I'm like, "He didn't hang up on you." I was like, "It's just a flip phone. It's he probably can't hear you. I don't know." What make a flip phone is it? Uh, is it like a Motorola? I can't, Steve, yeah. I, have, I don't right. even remember what they were. I have no ideas, but it's the little black flip phone. Now it's an 
advanced one because it has a teeny screen on the outside ah, of it, so he can it lights you up. Can watch if, movies? No, it lights <laughs> up if if um you know somebody calls. And I didn't know, but apparently he can get text messages on it, um, but can't get pictures or anything like that. Of course, there's something romantic about that. I, I you know I use my regular phone, my smartphone all the time. I use it for work, but I also use it just as a, a distraction. And I think that I would not use the flip phone for a distraction as much. Like, for him to have that as his primary go-to phone, I'm, I'm, there's a little bit of me who's jealous. Well, I actually just saw this TikTok yesterday, uh, about, the, and it's from a, a, a woman, I'll call her a woman, and she's in college, and her and her friends use the flip phones exclusively on the weekends and when they go out, and she says it is a, it is a life changer, it's a game changer, uh, because she said there, there, so many causes of their angst and their sadness and uh, emotions are th- because of the smartphone. Nah, I can see that. And um, how though? I mean, I'm trying to because you know you're you're more inclined to post <laughs> things on uh, on whether it be like Snapchat or, right, or whatever. Right. And Social then media. so so yeah. then people are having FOMO. They're having fear of missing out, or you know, it's just having the you smartphone. Sh- you shave that off. Having the smartphone out with you. Uh, it invites, I guess, certain like social pressures or whatever. And okay. and when uh, and when they're out with their flip phones, they're less inclined to take drunken pictures. So when they wake up the next morning, it's okay. not like, oh my gosh. And they don't they don't miss the moment by being on their phone no. when they're out with their friends. And, and they're, they're sh- in the moment. Yeah, That's exactly. Most important. Do you remember the days of when when you were when you left the house? Uh, that essentially uh, yeah. no no one was going to be able to contact you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, until you were around a phone, or you, your home, the only way they, they, they could get a hold of you was at your home phone. Yep. Or you could say, "Hey, I'm going over so and so's house. You can call me over there." Or, Do you remember how big it was? And I had one because I was doing freelance. Um, I was doing uh, imaging for some radio stations, doing comedy bits for uh, a number of other stations. Uh, my pager. No. I had a pager. Never had a pager. Yeah. So did you use it all the time? I did use it a lot, and it was actually kind of. Um, oh my God, I remember the pager. Right. So that was actually a perfect thing because you you had the pager, but you couldn't call back immediately. Right. No, right. but if so, you, Steve, but if you got the the page nine one one, you right, have yeah. to find a phone immediately right, right, yeah, 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 and yeah. see what the issue was. But I just remember the times of being uh, incommunicado. Like yes. there's no question. You yeah. you are not, for the next. It would be crazy to say that to someone now for the next six hours. You're not going to be able to reach me. Yeah. At mm-hmm. all. You know? And, and also, it's like, liberating. Yeah, yeah. When you were out with your friends, like, your other friends didn't know that. You, you know what I mean? Because you have that as well. Like, oh, you know, I'm not over their house. And I know that everybody's over there because. I mean, your house upstairs. Because of, like, Snapchat or whatever. Yeah. Like You uh, have a lot of FOMO. What's that? You have a lot of FOMO. Like, oh. that would not be the reason why I would not take a phone is worrying about what other people are doing. I'm not saying for me. I'm saying for other people. Like, I have children, and, and I know that that is a, a thing now. Like yeah, when, right. when, and, and it's been that way for a little while. Like, when, when, you know, people are Snapchatting that, you know, oh, like, you know, Sally and Jane are over at, uh, at Susie's house, and I'm here, and I'm friends with Sally and Jane, and I don't know why I wasn't invited over at uh, Susie's house. Yeah. But I, I, I hear that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's, it's not, I'm not referring to me, Kath. Yeah, no, you, would... you don't like Sally. No. Yeah, she, she's such a slut. Yeah, unbelievable. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you know. All right, let me go to some calls here. Two one five two six three WMMR. I'm going to go to Bob. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I hope everybody's doing well. God, oh, thank right. you, man. What's up, Bob? Um, I'm currently calling you on my iPhone six right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's an older one. Yeah. 
And I also use a boombox still at home, and I play CDs, and my family are looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Like, they call me technologically stupid. That's my nickname right now. And, and why do you hang on to that? I Hey, they still work. Still works. You know, yeah. why not? It ain't broke. Don't fix it. And, and yeah, boom boxes yeah. are still available there. Um, and, and some of them really embrace the right. We got Gary Lauer a boom box a couple of years ago. Remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, they, they still do. They still work and they sound good. So what the hell? You know? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, thanks, Bob. Appreciate that. I mean, obviously, Bluetooth speakers are uh, pretty ubiquitous right, right. now, and you don't need and, all the well, CDs. And it's smaller, and you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't need the CDs. Yeah, you don't yeah. need all the stuff <laughs> go with it. But he's he's hanging on to it. Kathy, you were kind of surprised the other day because I, I have a DVD player, and you we were talking about DVDs for some reason, and you were like, "No, I haven't had a DVD player in a long time." And I, I like I use my DVD player. I like having so do it. I. Yeah. I like the physical media. I have a, I have a, yeah. a Blu-ray player by. Every TV that is, my wife doesn't have anything. You, you're also a movie collector. Like yes. you like having physical. I like having the physical media. Yes, absolutely. Oldest piece of tech you still use? I will go to Rob next. Hey, Rob. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Great, Rob. What's up, man? Good. How you guys? doing? Well, doing well. Awesome. I use a um, uh, cassette. Uh, I got a cassette radio, uh, tape player that I um, that when, sometimes <laughs> when I'm working in the garage, I just want to get away from the world, and I just uh, I play hmm. my cassettes, my older cassette. Wow. Uh, Do you have I, a lot of mixtapes? Do you have a lot of mixtapes that you made for yourself? Excuse me. Do you have a lot of mixtapes that you made for yourself? Uh, no, nah, not so much. I just, I just, just artists that I had that I collected uh, over the years, and and um, and I just, um, I, I got a big box of them. And sometimes I just, like I said, I'm working in the garage, and I just want to get away from reality. I just, I just, I'll, I'll play one tape after another as I'm working. Or something. Rob, what? Uh, how many cassettes you think you got in that box? Uh, 60, 40, 45. Okay. okay. Yeah. Who are some of the artists you got in there? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know Led Zeppelin, Doors. You know, right. um, classic. Actually, rock. I, I got some. I got some country songs too. You know, things like that. You okay. know, uh, cassettes have become, or That's at rough. least for a brief period, they seem to be the a re- retro chic. Like uh, people were collecting cassettes. I don't know if that's still the thing. They will deteriorate over yes, time. Yes, they do. That's the thing. It's magnetic tape, and you'll lose quality big time uh, on the way through those. Uh, let us go to Bran next. Hey, Bran. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, uh, buddy? N- nobody should do without a tube TV in their family room to play <laughs> Duck Hunt on. Duck, duck, duck Hunt! Duck I love Duck Hunt! Oh, man. <laughs> and Michael Hunt is a great game. Yeah. We might still have some of those Duck Hunt sound effects. We still have those, so. Casey. For him. Uh, so you still play that on, uh, God, what system was that? A Nintendo? Nintendo? Yeah. The original NES, yeah, the Nintendo, because you can't play it on the flat TV. And they have, like, they have, like, newer guns that supposedly work, but... They don't work like like the original, and it's so nice. Just just that game. I mean, it's, there's a couple other shooters, but Duck Hunt is king. So yeah, you keep like, the set for Duck Hunt. That is hilarious. <laughs> there you go. There it is. <laughs> oh my god, that is. So I used to love that. <laughs> do we have? Uh, do we have? There it is. The dog would laugh, right? Uh-huh. That's a bark, really. Yeah. I thought, but I thought there was a scene where he's kind of like. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, there. you're right. As a matter of fact, I have that right here. That's the dog laughing? I guess so. Um, In 8-bit world, it is. We still... This is definitely not that old, but we still have it and still use it from time to time is the Nintendo Wii. The Wii was a great system. Um, That's the commercial. Uh, Carter breaks that out every now and then. Um, You know the thing about the Wii is that, um, for me, still the the most fun I had playing the Wii was with the game that came with it, which was the tennis and the bowling and all, and these kind of things. Uh, That, you know, uh, that that was a great great system. Uh, Nintendo Twilight Princess. 
and you had to play that on Wii. It wasn't available in any other system. Uh, Shannon is on. Hi there, Shannon. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Shannon? I still have a Rolodex on my desk. (laughs) A Rolodex. And I use it. You do? Okay, and you'll add new uh, phone numbers and addresses to that? Yeah, if I get, like, a business card, sometimes it's just easier to attach to one of the little index cards that's in the Rolodex, and then I don't have to program them into my phone. I used to love, uh, my dad had a Rolodex, and for some reason it was just somehow comforting to rifle through the Rolodex. It is. It's it's kind of aesthetically pleasing, and it's a nice noise when you flip flip them all around. It's very comforting. like ASMR. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you, you, Shannon. Have Um, a good day. What's the one... That popped up was that called the file effects? Yeah, I think that was. So you'd put you'd put this little slider on the side to the letter. Yeah, and it would pop up to you that hit page the button, and it would go fling. Mm-hmm. I used to play. it. My dad had one on his desk. I would just play with that all the time. <laughs> were you meant, were you thinking of the GameCube? No. Okay, because no. I have an old GameCube as well. Because you said the Wii, and I was wondering because because I, I played Twilight Princess on the on the on the GameCube. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah, ours yeah. is on Wii because you need the wand. You need the yeah, right, uh, yeah, yeah. to swing the sword and all that stuff. Oh, but, I would. Uh, yeah, I'd like to try that. Yep. We have a VCR in my house. It's my mom's, and it's one of those dual VCR DVD players. <laughs> and she wanted the VCR because she had. Her favorite movie on VHS. And you couldn't get anywhere else. What is this very obscure movie? <laughs> Dennis the Menace. <laughs> yeah. With Walter Matthau. He loves that That's movie. That's her favorite movie. That's yeah. adorable. It actually, is, I, I enjoy the movie. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd's in it. My mom and sister's VHS <laughs> recently crapped out, finally. <laughs> they, they, they held on to that thing tooth and nail, man. Oh, my God. I just couldn't figure out why, but they did. I mean, DVDs have come and gone, and because, they still had VHS. Because it, they were comfortable with it. They yeah, had they a work. They knew yep. how to, you know. Yep. And yep. it's it's also because you, so you amass a collection and, and of that mindset yeah. as you get older, you go, I already have them on. The, I have them on the Victrola. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and so you don't need to upgrade. Is it possible to teach some advanced aged people? I'm talking about people like in their 80s. Right. You know, like smartphones and things like that. I mean, they like the one the times I've encountered it is like they just don't even want to mess with it. But I, there are so many great. YouTube videos. I got to believe that there's a couple that that's, have <laughs> they don't know how to get on YouTube to explain. Yeah, but it, but if you can show it, that explains it for even for senior citizens, like specifically made for well, senior bought, citizens. You bought the grandpad, right? For your yes. for your. Uh, and for my your, mom was yeah. fighting that left and right, and she loves she it. She loves it. Yes. Well, that's the reason my dad still has a flip phone. I mean, I've offered my old iPhones to him, and he's like, "What do I want that for?" I don't go on the internet. I'm not searching for anything. Like mm-hmm. maybe pictures, but he and he's like, I'm not gonna be able to do that. Like he just doesn't yeah. have the time for it. I mean, listen, he can come over to your house and rewire <laughs> your entire electrical system, but he doesn't want to figure out the iPhone. By the way, and going back to the grandpad, Steve, the reason that uh, she's okay with it is because it's big and dumb. Yes, it's got big dumb buttons. It's like on what, it. what's yeah. what's the phone for the uh, the the, the, uh, the is it the cricket or the. Um, with with the big buttons, uh, the um, the, not the, sure the phone is. It's, it's in fact, I think it's like a flip phone. It's for like eighty and up. Yeah. The first five minutes of every visit to my parents' house is tech support. Oh my god! <laughs> every time we get there, and, and listen, I love my parents to death. Yeah. But they, they, it's a running joke, but it's also accurate. And and Steve, I told you this a while ago, but I, I made the mistake of giving my parents Ken Sedbury's Ken Sedbury's contact. Oh no! Ken, Ken's a great guy who works for Comcast, <laughs> so now they have him on call oh, essentially. No. And it's like, listen, it's amazing. Ken hasn't put a contract out on us. He's a he's a kind person yeah. who is willing to help. But Preston, to your point, like. Uh, I would love for them to be able to flip on the Apple TV and watch stuff on YouTube all the time. Yeah. They just 
They just don't. There's a there's a piece missing where they're not able to do it, and right. I don't know what that piece. You know, is. What? and is, is is it Preston a part of that piece knowing that they can call, they can have family members over? Mm. I don't know. Totally how to, right. Yes. So maybe yeah, right. we have to like, support our grandkids. Yeah. All right. Let me go next to. Let me see who was this. I was going to go to. Yeah. Let me go to Jessica. She's been on hold for a while. Hi there, Jessica. Good morning. Talk to you guys. Uh, Wonderful to have you on, Jessica. What do you want to tell us about? Um, So I have my great-grandmother's food processor and her egg Mm. beater. Oh, okay. Um, They're, like, from the Sears catalogs, like, back in, you know, the 50s and stuff. Wow. They are really cool. And they still work. Oh, my God. They're, like, beasts. They just... They will not die, Jessica. Do they, do they have yeah. those kind of power cords that are uh, that were like wrapped in like a like a, almost like a fabric? Oh well, it has a, the the power cord is so stiff, like it's yeah. kind of actually ridiculous. Like you can't even really bend it that well. But um, I just know that that one is just it's so stiff of a power cord. But and, they're amazing, and they work well. Yeah, because we used to have a whole Dude. bunch. Of, we were sort of given to it, you know, when my mom passed away and we had all the stuff that she was holding on to. And some of those old appliances, Preston, had... Do you know what I'm talking about? The power cord? I know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. It was like a cloth or, yeah. or maybe a nylon. Jessica, I'll bet you could strap that thing on the back of a John boat and take it out for a ride. <laughs> I bet, Oh, my God, yeah. It's, they're insane. Um, yeah, I, was, I, was, um, I was hoping the... Um, the, the Corningware I inherited too. I was hoping that was going to be worth the money, but it's not yet. So okay, uh, <laughs> give it to Corningware. Give it to Corningware. Right. Thank you, Jessica. A revolution. By the way, that. my uh, computer is eleven years old. Okay. Yeah, I just pulled that up. So, um, and uh, that's that's a long time. I, it is. Like I'm, I'm, sw- I switch it out at about the four or five year mark. Yeah. yeah. Does your yeah. Ba- is your battery still hold up on that? Okay. I don't ever like. It's always plugged in. It's a work one, right? So, yeah. Preston, so mine at home, the battery is failing, and that's when. So I think that's what I got for my birthday today. A new laptop. Oh, yeah. awesome! Yeah. I saw I, it. I will tell you this: they also make sure that the software demands more power, so that you have to upgrade. Yeah. So that when the, you know, it's it's part of the master plan. They're good at that. Yeah. A yep. listener emailed in a picture of their uh, clock radio and says that they've listened to us <sighs> the last 15 to 20 years yeah. on this. And that was something, not clock radio, but that um, digital clock with the big, huge numbers. Yeah. It was, I mean, that there would was, flip? No, mine oh, okay. was just like a box. It with, had a with white a small bag. light, right? No, no, no. It was no. It was big really? huge numbers because you guys know I can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I used, and it was my alarm clock for for school, for middle school, high school, and I kept it for a long time. I took it to college. I had it after college. They were reliable. I, I just, and and I couldn't get rid of it. And finally, I started. I, I think it. I, I think I was here with you guys, and you were all saying you. Uh, we were talking about whether we still use an alarm clock or um, the cell phone. And I, I just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start. I'm going to try with the cell phone, and I did, and I moved over to that. But I had that clock for a long time so I have an atomic clock yes it's a bathe radiation but I, you know so it it, uh, it keeps time that way but it also has something kathy for your eyesight it projects the time on the, on the ceiling. ceiling yeah that's is, a good yeah that's um, good what were those uh, you remember the analog clocks that would flip uh-huh. yeah. like, like there were the, the like each, each, each number. Number. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i wonder if somebody's somebody's got to still use those that was the kind of tech time. that was in the apollo uh you know yeah with flipping digits. Yeah, it was analog. Great band name, by the way. Uh, flipping digits. <laughs> flipping digits. <laughs> uh, we will go next to Laurie. Hey, Laurie, good morning. Good morning, it. Good, good morning, morning it. it, Laurie. What's up? So, I, I guess my dad has a really old v, uh, VCR, 
But the reason he keeps it is because um, he's a mummer and has at least 50 to 100 mummer's tapes in the basement that are, like, coveted from, like, in the mm-hmm. 60s, 70s. Wow. So must he, I keep telling him, like, you can digitize. Yeah. <laughs> you can. You can do that. In fact, you, like, he, Dad, he needs to do it. You don't need to keep them. You don't need to keep the VCR. <laughs> oh but he's, like, afraid that they'll get messed up in the process. Lori, well, they're, they're eventually going to deteriorate. They're going to degrade, yeah. yes. In fact, at least make the case that way, that they're soon going to be unwatchable. Yeah. He needs to convert it over to digital. I know. And he's probably one of the very few people, if only, who have some of these, these <laughs> mummers tape, like mum, the whole mummers parade on video from that year. That's... And I'm like, if anybody finds out that you have this video, <laughs> period, and you lost it, they're going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of adorable that he's holding Everyone on to it. known in the mummer community, and like they will come and get him. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, thank you, Laurie. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Casey said line five. Yeah, because I love this game. All right. Hi, Francesca. Good morning. Hi, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. What's up, Francesca? <laughs> hey, so um, I still have my Atari from, oh, my God, when I was a kid, and my husband and I have Kaboom competitions. Wow. So you have the original <laughs> Atari. I don't remember Kaboom. Kaboom case. was you had um, it, you used the little paddle uh, that you would uh, you know dial right and left yes. on it. Uh, it wasn't a joystick. And there was a, a robber, like, uh, who yeah. was, you know, yeah. in, in the classic jail outfit, the black and white stripe, yeah. and he would drop bombs. And then exactly. you would try and catch the bombs in these buckets of water. And uh, you had three buckets, and if you missed, you one would go away, and so you essentially had three lives. I love that game. I, I thought that game was a lot of fun. It's like Asteroids, kind of, right? I mean, I, I have so many games. I don't know if half of them still work or not, but yeah, my husband makes fun of me. He's like, Wait, you need to get rid no, of this. Not asteroids. Not asteroids. Because uh, asteroids. Uh, space invaders. That's it. Space yeah. invaders. Yeah. Um, so, like that. so uh, you're playing it. Uh, are you? The connectors would be. Uh, would you have an adapter? How are you playing that on a, on a on a current set, or do you play it on an old set? Oh my gosh, it's an old it's an old TV, but it it I still have the adapter that you used to use to hook up to the television where like you have to flip it to TV or flip it to game. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. I, I love have, that. Uh, like I yeah, I still have all of that. All right, that's nice. great. All right, thank you, Francesca. We're talking about You're the welcome. oldest oldest piece of tech you still actually use. But kaboom! Isn't that uh, was that that cleaner stuff? That kaboom! They- kaboom. Yeah. kaboom. Yes. Okay. Oh no! Someone decided to take a <laughs> in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> kaboom! That was a that was a parody yeah. of those commercials with uh-huh. uh, I forgot it. Billy Mays. Yes. Yeah. 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 Did he pass away, Billy yeah. Mays? I, I want to say he did. He did the Oxy as well. Right? Oh my not, god! This was a... so funny. Yeah. Oh no! Someone decided to. Take a in the bathtub. <laughs> you have to kaboom that. Because they use kaboom on the filthiest stuff. Yes. Kaboom. <laughs> uh, let's go to Scott. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. All I did was get out of the shower. Ah, you must be, you must be clean. Yes, you must. <laughs> Scott, what's up, man? Not much. Um, my brother-in-law, his father, he puts A-track players in every vehicle he's ever purchased. Oh, my God. Like, what was it? He bought, I can't remember what year, he bought a um, Honda minivan, took the, took the whatever radio was in there, put uh, the A-track in there. So, oh, my God. What 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 year was that? Any any uh, guess, Scott, as to what was the most current vehicle that he had retrofitted with an A-track player? Probably 2019. Oh, my God. They they make a, a an after-factory A-track player for cars? 
I don't know if they do, but somehow he installs it and, he, and it works. It's unbelievable. Right. Oh, that's and, great. And he still thinks that eight tracks are coming back. <laughs> that's the one tech that didn't come back. They made the, the records were retro, right? And they're super popular. Vinyl. Well, we the problem to, was yeah. is because if you if you were listening to a song you didn't like and you'd skip to the next. It didn't necessarily go right. It would go like to the middle of the song sometimes. There was a song on. It was an endless loop tape. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, sides. Preston. And I remember clearly that there was the song split halfway yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. It would fade out. It was really weird. By the way, you could tell uh, that some of our younger crew are putting the callers up because they instead of an eight track, they wrote a track. No, really, a <laughs> track player. Oh my god! Why would they have any idea what an eight track is? I know. No, I mean, I... no reason for them to know. Totally we had good this eight track. Robot uh, quiz. Was it a Tandy? Maybe Did, Nick. You, we're the same age. I remember Tandy Chan- was Radio Shack. Yeah, but you would there was stick- a, like a video game on an eight track. It wasn't video. Oh. It was it was an audio like trivia oh. type of game. You would stick the eight track into this little robot and you would play along. Casey, I had it. Yes, I had it. What was um, that? You can look it up. I've looked it up before a while back, but it was uh, it, yeah, it was Graham White. Mm-hmm. He had a little lit up eyes. Yes. And he would laugh, he, 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 like this whole thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was an eight-track. You could play regular eight-tracks. Right, it, right. music, but they would make these specific eight-tracks, and it was a learning tool. That's pretty wild. Um, but uh, Not oh, the man. Omni Entertainment System, was it? No, no. no. Okay. Uh, but it was a... Sibian. If, if you type in uh, eight-track robot or right. something like that from 1980s or 70s, actually, is when I had it, the late 1970s. Yeah. Um, you'll be able to find it. Um, you know what we should do sometime? Wow. Is, Looks like a uh, monster? Yeah, oh, yeah, here it. we go. Oh, man. Uh, what, what was it called? The Talking Trivia Robot 8-Track. Uh, what, what a creative 2, name. 2XL. <laughs> 2XL is what it was called. It kind of, I'm sure that it, this was intentional, but it's like, almost looks like a Star Wars character. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a little droid. Oh, yeah. Um, we should bring in antiquated pieces of technology and see if our interns know what the hell they are. We'll get a list. I have seen, you've seen videos yeah. of people, of kids with rotary phone. Yep. Don't know how oh, to use yeah. them. Having no idea, how how do you dial? How do you do this? Yeah. Actually, one of the most hilarious things was a, a video was on AFE, which is, I, that's, I live for American Photos. <laughs> yes. A kid trying to figure out how to use an on-the-street mailbox, where to put the <laughs> mail in. <laughs> and he's like walking around it, doesn't realize you, you put it in, just let it slide down the slide. Oh, that's great. Right. Could not figure it we out. Gotta, we have to do this. We got to bring stuff in. All right. And, and I know a place that we can get a bunch of this stuff from, okay. too. So, uh, yeah, that's perfect. Uh, hang on. Let me go to um, Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne, good morning. Hi, Yvonne. You are good on morning, the air. Gadzooks. Yvonne. What's up? I just have an old Atari that still works, and it's hooked up to this humongous old TV that takes at least six guys to carry. <laughs> oh All right, so you still have an old tube television, yes. and you play, and you still have your Atari hooked up to it. Do you guys that play from time to time? What's that? Do you play with it from time to time? Oh, absolutely. Love to play tanks and... Um, <laughs> oh, tanks, okay. I love. <laughs> wow. Tanks is the best. And, and there's a mystery manner that you can play. <laughs> and what's the other one? Um, oh, tennis. Now, <laughs> obviously, televisions have gotten a lot more compact and more affordable. Uh, why do you guys hang on to that giant Trinitron TV that you still have, probably? Because I can't get six guys to carry Yes! <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Steve, and you know, thank you, yeah, Yvonne, by the way. Steve, I had a Sony Trinitron. 
My God, that thing was like a boulder. So here's the deal you with the suit. It was impossible to that, move it. Even, even two pretty good-sized guys, you, you needed... Three to be safe. So what the story was is it was it was the Lamborghini of TVs, the Sony Trinity. Oh yeah. How they never put any design on that that would have facilitated moving it. Yeah. Not even a slight indentation for a handle. Yeah. No hand grips. Nothing. Right, nothing. nothing. So I would end up every time I moved the Sony Trinity, and the, the Toshiba was not much better. Uh, Preston, your thighs would be so bruised up. Because yeah. that's the only yeah. way you do it. You'd have to balance it on your thighs yep. and hold it. And each set. So you, let's say at that time you're talking a 28-inch. You'd max out at like a 32-inch was unbelievably big. Uh, that would weigh about five friggin' hundred. I was just about yeah. to say the F word, 100 yeah. pounds. Yeah, you would have to carry it like like the, the strongman competitions. Remember when they carry those boulders? <laughs> that's yeah. the only way. Like you carry that's it. the only, like the, the Highlander games. Yeah, and you know what? So I remember when we got a... 37-inch TV. It was gigantic. Right? Right? People would come over to my house to watch my (laughs) 37-inch Toshiba. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, like, how do you... Why do you need something that big? My buddy used to... They always got those cabinet TVs. Yeah. Like where... Part of the furniture? It was furniture. furniture. Sure. Yep, we had those too. Yep. Uh, I will go next to Tucker. Been on hold for a while. Hey, Tucker, good morning. Happy birthday, P. Bud. Oh, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, what old, old piece of tech you still use him? I have the original 60 gig iPod. Wow. The original? And it still works. There's 60,000 songs in it. That's a lot of songs. I haven't been able to update it for 10 years. Well, I, well let me, I think the original, the original iPod was five gigs or five or six gigs, Whoa. I think, right? It wasn't five when it, when it came out with 60, I went out and got it right away. I updated. <sighs> yeah, do a little checking on that, Nick, because we were actually given the initial. Um, I mean, that's old, definitely. Uh, but the original iPods had that really clickety wheel. Uh-huh. And um, I still have mine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll have to bring that in sometime. This, but uh, This is right before video. And, Tucker, you still use it? I still use it. It has to sit in the uh, a station now. Okay. Because yeah. the dial doesn't work as well. <laughs> right. oh, it still works. Okay, gotcha. The nice. original ad said, say hello to iPod, 1,000 songs in your pocket. That's right. That's right. All right, I thanks, 60, Tucker. 000. Good to talk to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, he has 60 of them. Let's go to... Let's go to Sherry, oldest piece of tech you got. Hi, Sherry, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Sherry? Um, I have a 30-year-old Channing camera that I got through the Marlboro Miles back in the day. <laughs> Marlboro Miles. And you got that for free with your Marlboro Miles. Nice. A yeah. Canon camera, 30 yeah. years old, and you still use it. Yes. And, and it actually, it works underwater. That's why I still use it. All right. Okay. Where do you get film for it? I ordered it offline. It's a regular millimeter film. You can get it in black and white or color. Is it pretty expensive to get film these days since it's not <laughs> yeah, as common? Yeah, I think it's a little bit more expensive. <laughs> yeah. Not many places do it. All right. Yeah. There's a guy who shows up to the Thanks, Camp Sherry. Out for every year with his uh, disposable yes, camera. Disposable yes. Camera. yes. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. But he always has a disposable camera. You know what? Do you remember the, the days of uh, like in, in high school they had photography class? Yes. And you would have to go in and uh, go into the, the dark room. Yep. Which do those even exist anymore? Yeah. yeah. Uh, to, to develop, you know, you put yes. it in the in the silver bath and all that. People and, still like using film, the tactile sensation of it and developing their own photos. And you can't, you can't really do that digitally. You can go into a film lab. So I'm, my girlfriend is an amateur photographer and she okay. likes um, film cameras. She has some vintage cameras. And so that's another reason for doing it. Like if you have a camera from 
the 40s or 50s, you need to know how to work with the film. There's something really cool about taking that piece of paper and putting it in that yeah. solution. And the watching, fixer, yeah. Never and done watching, that. Yeah, the fixer. It's magical. And watching that, that image come up on yep. that paper. I, really I cool. loved it. Yeah. I did and- too. There's also, like, accomplished photographers, and Nick, you know, perhaps Andrea is this way as well. In that process, you could do things that would affect how the image looked. Yes. Yes. So you could, there were, there were different That's things. That's what Ansel Adams did. Right. So, and he, you know, like the Hassenblad cameras, the ones, the, the like, super expensive film cameras, yeah. uh, or, or the ones that used to have the one sheet, I'll, I'll tell uh, the, you the quick, one, you know, uh, the one film exposure. I'll tell you a quick story. She has a, uh, Andrea has a photo, uh, a camera from her grandfather that was, it's from the 1930s or 40s, and he took a photo out at Mount Rainier in 1942. We went there two summers ago. She took a photo from the exact oh, same spot with the exact same camera and then developed it. And so several generations oh, cool. have had the same camera with the same photo in the same spot, and then awesome. she developed it. It's pretty neat. A little side story to that. In our in our, in our photo class in, in junior high, <laughs> uh, one of the kids, who was a little bit of a lunatic, swapped out the teacher's coffee with a uh, oh, half a cup of fixer, that. Preston. Oh, oh, he, he took a quick sip of it, spit it out, yeah. and I tried to comfort him by saying, Quick, eat some negatives. Oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't believe that we got credits in high school and college for photography class. Like, I that love was, that To me, class. that was, it was so easy yeah. and so fun and mm-hmm. interesting as opposed to sitting in a lecture hall. Yeah. Mercy, one of the arts. I, I think, didn't you go to college for photography? Yeah, kind of. When I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do as photography, that was me in high school. I was in the darkroom at all times of the day. Like, I was taking photographer. Yeah, I wish. No, other, people, other people were coming in and making out, and I was just like, "Oh, hi guys, you guys want to you know, okay, file out some?" Uh, Wait, was the dark numbers? room the sex room? Yeah, where else were you going to make out? I don't know. I didn't do it in the dark room. No, not in my school. I mean, it's the only place that the janitor felt comfortable. Was it? Didn't you go to an all-girls school? Uh, it, it was, but there's a boys' school next door. Okay, uh, I mean, not that we couldn't have. See what develops. Making out with each other. See what develops. The photography teacher was like the cool teacher too. Yeah, his okay. name was Pete. Okay. He was the guy. Hey, All right. Hey, Pete. Hi, Pete. You call your teachers by their first name? Only Pete. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the only one. Okay. Listen, I want you to call me by. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Mercy. You're a whore, Peter. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. One more time, Kate. You're a whore, Peter. <laughs> Uh, let's see. It is. Do we have to wrap up here in a second? Yeah, a little bit. I'm going to go to Dan. Hi, Dan. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great, Dan. We were talking about these antiquated pieces of tech that you still use. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, so, thanks, man. I found. <laughs> you're welcome, man. <laughs> I found a uh, a tube. It's probably about 48 inch tube TV on the side of the road, and I was like. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I think I could probably fix that thing. So I brought it home, and I was, my wife's looking at me. I'm like, hey, dude, I, I think I got this. <laughs> I think so I got this. I, I think I got this. And then I, I took it upstairs. Don't know. I used one of those little hand cart dudes. I brought it upstairs, put it in my man cave. Well, my version of a man cave. There's also kids' toys in there. Anyway. <laughs> 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 I get it in there. My daughter's looking at me. I'm like, I know you have no idea what this is, but um, I'm going to try to get it to work. So I plugged it in, and that dude worked. It worked without me doing nothing. So, so it's, it's a color set? It's a 48-inch color set? <laughs> Oh, he's breaking oh, up. Oh. I said it's a, it's, a, it's a color TV, right, and 48 inches? 
Yes, sir. It's about 48 inches. It's a color TV. It is. Uh, now, I will say that uh, it, whoever had it kind of like left it on one screen. And I think it was QVC. Because <laughs> it kind of burned in. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it works. Great, and if you got and if you got something real colorful going on on there, you can't even see. You it can't even on. see it. Yeah. Wow, man, that, good for you. I would never think to pick up a TV off the side yeah. of the road. You but... got all those toys to play with in your man cave. Yeah, <laughs> that, just, that just shows how weird I am. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Dan. Thanks yeah. for your call, man. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll you know, see you later. Chuck brought in a trapper keeper earlier this week. That's right. That's vintage. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not, not technology, tech. but yeah. I mean, Casey, do you, any of your kids use lockers at school? Because my yeah. son does not. Oh, really? They, really? They carry everything around, and I think maybe they have yeah. access to lockers, but they're just like small, and and mm. most kids in his nope. group just. Use the backpack. Yeah, none, my, of your kids my, none of them. They haven't used. Uh, they haven't used lockers in years. Right at all. Well, that I think was, they have yeah, one, we, but they don't use it. That was at a all. huge rite of passage. Oh, getting yeah. your getting your combination. Yeah. It was Dude. a reflection of who you were. It was your turf. Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, why Spot. would they? Why do they want to carry everything with them? There's re- some some classes don't really have that much in the way of textbooks and things like that. And a lot of things I are guess done online. on laptop. And, yeah, and, you don't uh, need a bunch just, of notebooks. You just need yeah. one laptop. Okay. But my kids still use uh, the the high school kids still have lockers that they use and like hey what do you you got to decorate something for your birthday you know you need your locker to decorate yeah not my kids no yeah mm-hmm. plus yeah. it's a, like it's a waste of time in between classes like yep. having to go to the locker and then back out to the class and that so, was where you hung out I know, you know? Well, yeah yeah ninety three a, a lot of conversation <laughs> took place by the lockers yeah. this just came out into my mind out of nowhere my mom still uses her mother's can opener. But, like, the okay. electric can opener that you would plug in, yeah. and it was, like, the size of, I don't know, like a little radio. Yeah, I know what and you're talking like, about. Yeah. it has a little <laughs> lever. <laughs> <open> it <up. Yeah. laughs> I think the Look, grand still, though. Yeah. And they usually, they had, like, a knife sharpener on the yeah. back, too, sometimes. <laughs> My ours always did. Oh, we never used that. Our knives are dull. <laughs> um, yeah, the can opener is an old one. Hold on. In, in fact, speaking of that, let me go to uh, Mandy uh, next. Uh-huh. Hi, Mandy. Good morning. Hi. Hey, what's up, Mandy? Um, I listen to you guys every morning. I just want to tell you that. Oh, thank you so much. We love you. I don't know how lucky y'all get again to get get a hold of you guys. I've (laughs) I've been listening for over 20 years. Wow. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm 51, and happy birthday to you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Mandy. All right, so what is it you're still using? Oh, this is so awesome. When I was a little kid, okay, I remember looking up at my grandmom's house. Looking up on the counter, she always had this toaster. You put the bread in, and it automatically just goes down, and then it comes up, and it's perfectly toasted. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And when I would spend the night there, I would smell the toast, and that would get me awake, and I'd come downstairs, and there'd be that toaster. Well, I told her one time, I guess I was like in my 30s, I said, Grandmom, I'm not wishing this on you, but... When you pass away, that's the only thing I want out of your house is that damn toaster. <laughs> well, my mom, well, my grandmom, she did pass away a couple of years ago. But my mom made sure that I got that toaster. Aww. And I use that friggin' thing every day. <laughs> yeah, you do. Bitch your it's ass. A perfect toast. toast. Toast party. It's uh-huh. one of those. Mandy's house. I, I love it. And every time I use it. It reminds me of her. Yeah. And, and I have her I have her car too, actually. Her car? Like yes, they gave me her car. What is it? 
It's a Lambo. It's a Kia. Oh, uh, I was going to say, is it a Mercury Topaz? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank thank you, Mandy. We appreciate it. Take care. All right. right. Listen to you every day. Love you. Thank you. Love you too. Wow. Was the Topaz like the Tempo? No, it was like the Taurus. It was the Mercury. It was the Mercury version of the. Wait, wait, wait. Sable was the Taurus. Mercury Sable was the Taurus. I think the Topaz was the Tempo. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The Topaz. All right, well, anyhow, thank you grandma's car? I know we got to take a break. Casey, Sean, and Jeff have been on hold for a really long time, over 20 minutes, so make sure we give them something. Okay. okay. Uh, you guys oh. hang on the line. You know, uh, we have passes for Knock at the Cabin. We'll hook them up. Perfect. Movie passes for uh, both Sean and for Jeff as well. And uh, thank you to Tim. I wanted to go to him, but he still uses his parents' 1953 refrigerator. Wow. And it's now the beer fridge. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Which yeah. is perfect. All right, uh, we are going to take a break. And listen. We got to give away some more of these. We have the Block Pool. It is the presidency Block Pool presented by Duncan. A chance for you to win tickets to the NFC Championship game on Sunday with your Philadelphia Eagles. If you'd like to be one of the pool spots, if you'd like to be in one of the spots and potentially win those tickets, be one of the next nine callers at 215-263-WMMR. And we'll put you in the block pool, which is taking place on Friday. We're going to play Madden, so take a break. <laughs> we'll come back in a second, and we'll do more of those giveaways before we're done. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. I am Dorothy Dodson. My husband started Dodson Pest Control over 75 years ago. We are an American family-owned business, and that's how we treat our customers, like family. Visit DodsonBROS.com. And thank you for choosing Dodson. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, Casey brought in uh, these pictures to me, just handed them to me. These are uh, Polaroid (laughs) photos of me and Steve and Marilyn Russell and Scott Rowland wow. in his inaugural year with the Phillies. Wow. He was just, uh, he's going into the, the Hall of Fame. It was yeah, just announced yeah. yesterday. So that would have been 97? No, it wasn't his inaugural mm. year. That was probably 98 right. or 99. Okay. Probably, yeah, this was definitely 98 or 99. I think it's 99. Was that okay. our okay. inaugural year with the Phils? Ours? Yeah. Ours, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it, And the Fanatics in this, too. It's a great picture. Oh, wow. Uh, of us back when in the early days of uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah, I think that was maybe the second year we did Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Because how, how far we have come. And Scott, who's in the Hall yes. of Fame. And we're in, well, we're not in the baseball hall of fame, but you not know, the okay. baseball. Hall I mean, of fame. we're up for consideration. Um, you know what? I do want to double back something we talked about at the top of that last break. We we had uh, mentioned uh, we're, we're giving away uh, Eagles tickets. Yes, uh, for Sunday, and uh, we're doing it with a block pool. So Casey came up with this idea. Uh, we're going to have a hundred blocks in this block pool, and you say, "Well, how do you do that?" Because usually at the end of a game, when you give away uh, prizes uh, for the block pool. 
But uh, we're going to have uh, a game of Madden taking place, and it's going to be the Eagles versus the Niners. Now, it's not going to in any way predict what's going to happen. No, no. But we're going to do that face-off, and we're going to have Brent Selleck's going to be one of the competitors. We're working on a couple other people to face against him. And at the end of it, the final score is going to dictate who wins the tickets to the game on Sunday. And uh, we will do... Uh, calls to get people on board for this, not only us on the morning show, but throughout the program, uh, uh, throughout the programming day on MMR. And you can also text in the word Duncan, as in Duncan Donuts, <laughs> right, yeah. D-U-N-K-I-N, and we'll send you a link and you can you can go online as well. And when you go to the link, it takes you to the website and on that link uh, is a picture of uh, Jason Fayon. Yes. Uh, who has become, and what's uh, the name of the Glenn. group? Zubaz Brothers. Zubaz Brothers. Uh, and just Eagles super fans. And uh, Jason's on the phone oh. right now. So, <laughs> hey, morning, man. <laughs> how you doing, bud? Um, great, great. How you guys doing? Good. How about all this attention you've been getting this season? Well, uh, it's been fun. Uh, just the season itself, it's been, it's been such a great ride. I mean, a lot like 17 was. It's, it's um you know, the, the parking lots have been rowdy. The games have been great. We just have something really special, obviously, going on. And, it, and you know, if all goes well on Sunday, it could be really special. Yeah. When, did, when and why did you and your buddy start doing this? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Well, at one point, the, the whole throwback thing started to become popular. Yeah. And so we thought, all right, we'll do throwbacks. But let's go to the throwback that was so hideous. <laughs> yeah. And who's, who's, your, who's your partner, by the way? Who is that guy? Uh, his name's Glenn Henderson. Uh, Nick went to college with him at Bucknell. Go Bison. <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, Glenn's a great guy. And you guys have been friends, uh, lifelong friends, I guess, at this point. And I've seen you guys, Jason, at the games over the years, so it, I probably saw you there at least a decade ago. Uh, you know, so you've been doing this for a long time. But yeah, it's finally like a sort of um, people are paying attention this season, and, and maybe they just kind of looked at you guys and laughed at seasons past. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. It's, I mean, like there are a lot of great super fans, but um, we we've found some of the just craziest old throwback Zubaz stuff, and. Uh, <laughs> We're just having fun, I guess. The attention's great. But. No, it looks great. I'm, I mean, you know, I would stop and look and see you guys together. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jay, uh, I saw this video that Kyle Pagan from Crossing Broad put up uh, a few days ago. And he was going through the parking lot on Saturday. And one guy was doing a split in the parking lot. And it looked like some one of you guys. Is, is that your buddy? Yeah. yeah, it is you. It's Glenn. That's, it's Glenn. Glenn oh, can yeah. do a split? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> He's got good form. He, he can do a high kick too. That looks like looks like he's a punter. That honestly, that would have been the highlight of the video had it not been for the Giants fan who purposely peed his own pants at the end of the video. <laughs> Are you uh, you guys prepared to do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah just no, be yourself. Yeah. You got to draw the line somewhere, man. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't do a split, though. No, I can't do it. Uh, well, that's awesome, man. That's funny. Well, that was the main question. Casey wanted to know who was doing the splits, and it turns out it's your buddy that does. Yeah. That. Uh, wow. What kind of acrobatic trick uh, do you do? Um. Well, I I, I can uh, raise a beer can to my mouth. Oh, <laughs> okay. that's talent. Right. Nothing flashy, but definitely wow. uh, fits the bill. What uh, time do you get to the game usually? Uh, most of the time, right when the parking lot's open. We, okay. It, you know, if you go to the tailgate, you gotta you gotta get there and, and let you know let it breathe a little bit. And so, where is your tailgate? Where, what lot are you guys in? We're in the Jetro. We're always right by the M6 flag. Okay. All right. 
That's cool, man. It's funny because have you? I don't even know if this happens because I really don't, you know, uh, uh, get down there for the games. But the uh, are people ever offered? Or does anybody from the Eagles organization ever come down? I mean, you if you're becoming a quasi celebrity <laughs> in the parking lot, are you ever approached, or does anyone ever reach out to you from the Eagles organization? No. Never. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, but but. Uh, there's no better time than the present. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. they got they got enough. <laughs> they got enough meatheads out I, there. I know. It's not like they're hurting for attention. <laughs> I've seen Jeffrey Lurie out in the parking lot though. Like he'll he'll cruise around and like high five fans and stuff. So even the owners out there from time to time. What? Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll show him on on highlights. Yeah, for sure. How's he uh, passing yeah. you by? Yeah, Jeff. If you're listening, Mr. Lord, and you know he's listening. Come yeah. over to the M6 flag, please. <laughs> yeah, somebody out. takes him out there for like a minute. They're like, "Quick, get a picture." All right, now yeah. take him back yeah, in. Get him back inside <laughs> now. <laughs> we uh, we used to do Jetro, but it, and it's believe me, uh, the tailgate itself that that lot is awesome. But getting yeah. out of there after the game is hellacious. Yeah. It's, so, it's bad. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. What time are you? Let's say game wraps up. I don't know. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. What time are you usually out of there by? Uh, five. <laughs> five thirty. Bad. Okay. Yeah. I was uh, thinking no. Six. When it takes you an hour and a half to get out of the parking lot, yeah. You just gotta. I, at that point, I would just I'd hang out, just hang out, wait it out, do. and just wait yeah. till everybody's gone. Yeah. Pull yeah, up. It, it it sucks, but you know, and if they if they lose, it's just horrific. But if yeah. they win, it's it's whatever. It's glorious. It's yeah. yeah. And then you have some time to iron your Zubas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason. Uh, go birds, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Okay. Let's go birds. All right, there he goes. All right, thanks, man. Jason Fayon. They got a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's been working. They were in the Philly Mag. Philly Mag. Yeah. And Jen Fred. Jen Fred interviewed him the other day. So there you go. They're starting to take off. Wow. All right. Well, I, I did have something completely different I wanted to, to talk about real quickly, and it has to do with vacationing, which I don't know if you'd be planning vacations right now or not. Planning your summer <laughs> vacation. <laughs> uh, but I was quite surprised to see this, and I have a couple of articles that have to do with uh, travel destinations, but what made me think of this is actually Chuck was just in here and talking to Nick about camping, I think. Uh, well, t- sort of. Yeah, we're talking about the gorge, okay. uh, which is where I went for the Dave Matthews show last year. Well, I saw this article last week, and it's the title is America's Best Campground. Top five bucket list sites really? most beloved by camping experts. And a lot of times I'll let articles like this come and go. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but number one, uh, I'm scratching my head on here. It's in our area, and it's... I would never have. I was talking to Nick about this the other day, and so let me let me mention a couple other things that are on here. Like Big Sur I is on here, mm-hmm. and I love freckles. freckles. <laughs> yeah, Acadia National Park is oh, on here. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, but number one on this list, the campground at Asateague State Park. That's in Delaware, gang. Yeah, wow. That's where the wild horses. That's are, where huh? the wild horses run. I think the, it's Virginia. Oh, is it Virginia? Yeah, so the Delmarva Peninsula, which is uh, Delaware, Maryland, and uh, Virginia. But I think it's at the ass end of that, the far, far southern end. Um, and and what's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, uh, Chincoteague? Chincoteague. Are they, are they close right, to each other? They're right next to each other, yeah. Okay, well, so it's yeah, it's still right in our area. And, and I have some friends that go to the, uh, the uh, uh, Chincoteague every year. But how does that beat 
Acadia. How does that beat How? Big Sur? And the thing I've heard about Assateague and Chincoteague is that uh, you better bring your bug spray because apparently the yeah. horse flies and the greenheads are the worst around there. Oh, and, count me out. And so if you go camping there, well, <laughs> if Preston it's any... said camping and <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but apparently the bugs are really bad. Well, number two on this list is, is Haleakala National Park. That's in Maui. That's in Hawaii, yeah. man. I mean, mm-hmm. how is... How is Assateague better? So, so I don't know. They, the way, they don't give any, as... for, any explanation. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll read it. It says, uh, Time Out recommends that you take time to visit this state park. The island has it all. Beach camping, swimming, surfing, crabbing, kayaking, and, yeah, tons of wild horses just roaming the grounds. With 37 miles of shoreline, there's plenty of beachfront campgrounds to go around. Just note that Assateague Island has both a state park and a national park. And if you want a warm shower, then uh, camp at the state park campground. And don't forget to lock up your food if you don't want the horses to ransack your tent. I uh, said uh, the island offers uh, beach camping, swimming, sunbathing, surfing, paddleboarding, crabbing, bird watching, fishing, hunting, biking. That's and, you, Kathy. And ocean <laughs> kayaking. And there should be plenty to keep you busy. Uh, the Outbound writes, Pure Wow advises campers uh, to bring along firewood and anything they need for potentially bad weather. It's incredibly scenic. With camps on both the bay side of the island and overlooking the ocean, it actually is in. Uh, I just looked it up. It's in both states. So it's uh, the southern third of it is in Virginia, and then the mm. top two thirds, northern two thirds, uh, are, Mar- are Maryland. I-, I was very dismissive. I like, oh, what what makes this so special? But Isn't now that wild? I know that you can get uh, really ripped up by horseflies, I'm yeah. like, I'm on. <laughs> well, so listen, this summer I'm going to be, uh, I'll be camping, and it is going to be in a situation where I will uh, hopefully, and in the past when I did this, I'll be sleeping under the stars. Uh, I will have a tent if I need it, if it's raining or whatever, but chances are it won't be. Any and, names where you know? Uh, it's in the Grand Canyon. Oh, no, I said with stars, but I am not saying anything. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Dolly, Dolly Parton's going to be there and <laughs> Matt McConaughey. Is that, yeah, yeah. By the way, Chincoteague is in Virginia. Yeah. I, yeah. Thought, that, I thought that was Delaware. Ah. <laughs> I had, but, a, I had a girlfriend who said that she puts right. the ass in acetique, so that's how there I do it. Right, um, but uh, <laughs> I will sleep under the stars because the bug situation is not, you know, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about it. not as bad in the Southwest either. It, yeah, it's not bad. So, I, I, Steve, first, I know you have zero interest in camping, and Kathy, you as well. But I love hiking. That is yeah, correct. Something like that where, you know, I can tell you from experience, there's, you know, aside from, you know, they're not having any showers, but you can... Uh, bathe in the Colorado River. It's awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. It is it is great. <laughs> does this, I, does listen, the river have a shower head? <laughs> when I did it, um, however many years ago, like, nobody smelled bad. Like, you know, we were there for, you know, no, we were, you were together for eight days. You were food deprived and delirious. We were not food deprived. <laughs> we ate so well. It smelled really good. <laughs> Literally, the last night, we had, we had big old steak dinners from, you know, like, so I was just talking with with no Chuck nice. off air about mm-hmm. um, this uh, camping experience that I had last summer, and I use camping in the loosest uh, sense of the word because it was luxury glamping. It was uh, at the Gorge, which is outside of uh, Seattle in Washington State, and it's, uh, Dave Matthews Band does this thing called Labor Dave Weekend every year. And uh, I went last year with an open mind about it, and it was one of the best, most transformative experiences of my life. It was three days. Steve, you would have checked out 30 seconds in, but man, I loved every second of it. But it was luxury I, because of what you were in. It's not we were, luxury for everyone who goes, that's right? That's correct. A lot of people that, that go are in, uh, you know, either tent camps uh, or, or not nice RVs, and we were in a very nice <laughs> RV. But I'm curious, uh, and I want to say this on air, if um, if I organized a trip with MMR listeners, if we could uh, find a way to, like, make a, uh, like a Casey's road trip uh, version of of 
Nick McElwain and, and Dave Matthews Band in the Gorge Labor Day weekend this year. Yeah. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think it'd be a really cool experience. And that yeah. would be camping, um, but barely camping. Huh. I think it'd be I think it'd be a great time. The gorge is un, it's unbelievable. It's just it's this beautiful outdoor amphitheater with this backdrop of the, uh, the Columbia River behind it. It's unbelievably beautiful. You said it was transformative to you. It really was, like in a spiritual kind yeah. of hmm. one it, with the universe thing. It's or? a hard thing to explain, and um, I know that sometimes this room and this area people can be really cynical about that kind of stuff, and I, and I was too. Um, but everybody was like minded. There was such a positive vibe. And all of that was um, backed by the fact that you're in this gorgeous place uh, with a band that everybody's there to see. And so, so that, for me, was just, I, I want to do it every year for the rest of my life. I love going out. I love hiking. I love seeing the scenery. I love getting out into the wilderness. That that I certainly love. Um, though, um, you know, unless I come across out in the wilderness a one of those wild TVs uh, <laughs> at night. Mm. One thing it's the one I thing wanted- I... I do find tough about camping is getting a good night's sleep. Uh, that's that's sleep the, the, that's well, the I, I look at a tent or an RV or anything besides my bed and think I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow morning if I sleep on yeah. that. Okay, yeah, like I, that's a I, that's only part of it. Showering, bathroom, yeah, all there's that. A whole, there's bugs, there's a whole other, but like that, like even <laughs> yeah. when we do the camp out and you guys sleep in the RV, like I, I'm like I don't know how they're. Backs are not broken at this point. There, right. Listen, the, the problem is we you come from a sleep number bed. So, but but I mean, some of the some of the beds and, and some of the RVs, some of the like the one you were at, press, uh, Nick, it was Dolly Parton's old. I mean, it, look, yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were it was really luxury. Yeah. It, it, it was a tour bus, so we weren't exactly camping. But there there is a luxury resort there. It's called Sage Cliff. Um, and so it sells out every year when, yeah, it's, it's usually the band. I I might do it and I will sleep in Conway Twitty's topaz. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Usually the way it works is the band and and the crew will take up a majority, if not all of those rooms at that, uh, resort. Yeah. At the resort. Um, when I was doing the, the, in, in, uh, on the Colorado river, we made the mistake of the first night sleeping next to the Canyon wall. Yeah. And we didn't realize wall absorbed all the heat from the sun all day long and then radiated. Oh God, I and was the snakes go I in there? Di- no, I didn't have any problems with snakes, but I was dying. I didn't realize what was going on. You're sitting but- next to a heater. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, the other, let me mention the other campground. So, so Assateague is number one on this list, according to experts. Number two is um, uh, Kipa Ahulu Campground at Haleakala National Park. It's on Maui. It's a dormant volcano. I've been there. It's unbelievable. Gorgeous, huh? Number three is Mather Campground at Grand Canyon National Park. Mm. Assateague beats out the Grand, <laughs> Grand Canyon. <laughs> Pretty wild. And there's some reputable sources this comes from. Uh, fourth is Kirk Creek Campground at Big Sur. Big Sur is unbelievably beautiful. And then the last one Gorgeous. is... Uh, Blackwoods Campground at Acadia National Park, Maine, which is stunning as well. So I did not know we had this little resource so close to us. Within driving distance. That uh, that you could go and have a little slice of heaven uh, <laughs> as far as camping goes. Now, if you want to go a different direction. Porn. The most popular, no, the oh. most popular de- destination in the world for a second year running by TripAdvisor Traveler's Choice Award destinations is... 
Dubai. Dubai, man. That's, so many people are Kathy Speed. Mentioning Dubai as a destination. Jace just said to me last night, yeah. he goes, you know, because now he's big, he's watching all these YouTube videos, and he's like, do you see this? You see what they have in Dubai? It was like an underwater uh, target, basically, is what it was. And you'd put scuba gear on, and you had a shopping cart, and you could go underwater and shop. I don't know if it was real or not. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, can we go to Dubai? I said, you know that Aunt Kat's brother lives there, and he invites us over all the time. He goes, I'm game. Let's go. Let's book it. I'm game. Let's go. So, like, Uh take Dubai for an example. And and, and uh, having not been there, um, I want to. I'm curious if it's like going to New York. In that, every time I go to New York, there's too much going on. Uh There's there's entirely too much. Like I I I don't think I've I've had okay times in New York and gone to see a show and it's you know what you like. But there's so much there that I'm like overwhelmed by like there's too much. I don't think so. I don't think it's like that. Okay. No no it's there's there's all sorts of weird stuff. I think I might be more inclined to go to Abu Dhabi, Preston. Why over Dubai? What about the people in Abu Dhabi? The the people the people Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but the Abu Dhabi do. Oh okay. My daughter hates me telling that all the time. Really? I love that one. Uh, no, there's, they have cool things like in, uh, in uh, Dubai, not Abu Dhabi. Uh, they have this, uh, I think it's the deepest diving pool. facility pool yeah, in yeah. the world. Is that in uh, Dubai? I think that's in Dubai. I seeing okay. that, uh, I thought there was in the uh, in, uh, in, 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 uh, in Scandinavia. That okay, it's like wow. Vegas with with oil money, right? Like, yes. and, and there's just and everything is brand yeah. new. Yeah, uh, you know, they there were um, there are cities and there are buildings that like it's just so expansive, and the, all of this oil money dumped into these places. They're just like, yeah, let's make the largest diving pool in the world, and then we're also going to make all of these new islands, and we're going to make them look like every country in the world. Yeah, yeah. indoor it's, skiing. It's and, insane. Yeah, it's yeah. improbable. But it's there. Yeah, I do. I at some point, and it's not not Dubai, but I want to go to Spain. And and from what I hear, when you go to Spain, uh, you should um, try and say like uh, mucho as much as possible because it really means a lot to them. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. I knew it was coming, and I still love it. I, I, I smelled it from like a mile away. I didn't see it. It was terrific. I, didn't I love that coming. Okay. It means a lot to them. Because yeah. uh-huh. it literally means a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so the winners for the 2023 awards uh, for TripAdvisor were identified based on the quality and quantity of, of, gum. of reviews and gum. <laughs> And ratings specific to several award subcategories from travelers on TripAdvisor for accommodations, restaurants, things to do, and destinations worldwide. Uh, that was over the last year they did this. So, um, London retains its crown as the European number one. The most British destination. But it has slipped to third place in the global ranking, oh. tailing behind second place Bali, Indonesia. Ooh. Well, the rest of the global top five, I can run down the list. So here's here are the top destinations in the world. So you have Dubai, number one. Bali is second. London was third, which we had a chance to all be in London together. I fell in love with London. London's awesome. I've been a couple of times. Uh, Rome is fourth. Paris is fifth. Followed by Cancun. Huh. Crete. Marrakesh. Anyone who's not considering Egypt is in denial. <laughs> I don't know, geography jokes. <laughs> Kathy, did you go to Morocco? 
Uh, no, my uh, nanny when Jason nanny. <laughs> was little was uh, she, that's where she was from. She okay. was Moroccan. I thought you went there on your honeymoon. No, Tunisia. Oh, right. Uh, I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> you know, who doesn't go to Tunisia? Well, well they, you were visiting the site of the original Star Wars. They shot a new yeah. hope there. Not what I, I want to go to Morocco. I want to go to Marrakesh. Uh, Fez is in Morocco. I'd like to go to Casablanca. The rest of that 70 show cast. Yeah. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. Uh, number nine, but I'll give you the top ten here. Number nine is Dominican Republic. Mm. Uh, and then uh, tenth is Istanbul. Wait, are we still... What? Are we still talking about camping? What's happening? Turkey. No. <laughs> wait, wait, what's this list again? Oh, we're still we talking did? about old tech that we use? These wait. are the favorite destinations uh-huh. by... For vacation. Trip, TripAdvisor, yeah. Right. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Yes. I, I was still thinking camping, and the and I'm like, wait a minute, these can't be campsites? You know, London. <laughs> camping and <Cape>. Piccadilly <laughs> Circus. You're going to have to move that tent along. <laughs> yeah. I forgot. All right, so <laughs> flying to Dubai is about a thousand bucks. The uh, the, that's it? the cheapest. That's one way. Okay. So, you know, I was looking at you have to come back. I was looking at European flights this summer uh and they're not cheap. No, they're like everything is so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I was thinking about possibly a uh, France vacation and um I love the country and I'd love to take Andrea there, my girlfriend, uh, she's never uh, spent a lot of time there, but um, flights from Philly to Paris are really expensive, and then I was like, well, maybe I'll try Newark or JFK or whatever. They're not much That's cheaper. not as good as Paris. Uh, no, not oh. for vacation. Oh. <laughs> you do not want to go to Newark. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think it off is Newark? Man. That, that airport sucks, there. too. <laughs> is there anything good about Newark? No. I didn't oh. The airport apparently is way better than, uh, like, JFK? It's terrible. No, yeah. it's a wild. Well, I'll tell you what. It's my, awful. There are some locations that you can only, like, fly out of Newark. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so, you know. Well, and why are there, there's, like, I guess because it's a bigger hub, but uh, more direct flights out of there. It's also geographically friendly to, you know, Manhattan and people yeah. will, you know. Sure. Got, it's not like they don't have other major airports there. By the way, the only American destination on this list was number 23, and that was New York City. Uh, in, I don't like camping in New York City. In uh, <laughs> Central Park. You could go to Central Park. Yeah. Or Battery Park is a lovely just room. any street right now. Uh, in Europe, uh, the top destinations are London at number one, followed by Rome, Paris, Crete, Istanbul, uh, Barcelona was number six. You've, always, been to, you've been to Barcelona, right? I've been to Barcelona. Yes. I always wanted to go to uh, Istanbul. I, I met someone who said it was, like, amazing. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. So that was what did I hear of... about Beirut? Uh, the Paris like, of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have uh, Madrid at mm. seven, followed by Florence, Italy. Don't they mm. say Newark is the Paris of the United States? Yeah. I think they do. Uh, Lisbon is uh, ninth, and then Edinburgh, Scotland, ten. I think I'm going to go to Scotland next year. Oh, you uh, should as a uh, a golf trip. Oh, oh, to play the uh, play St. Andrews, but also there's a there's a golf course that I desperately want to play called Crail Golfing Society, and it's only like 30 minutes from uh, uh, from uh, St. Andrews. uh, But um, it's uh, there's a guy that I follow uh, called Rick Shields on uh, YouTube, and he he had this uh, he played this round of golf, and it's just one of the most beautiful golf courses I've ever seen. I want to play there. I love Scotland, and if if you that whole area, uh, we had a a great vacation there. We did the whole thing, you know, uh, Edinburgh. Uh, Kathy and uh, Loch Ness, yeah, and then you know Braveheart and all that history. It's 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 phenomenal. Yep, definitely want to do that. Uh, so if you're planning uh, your, your summer, summer vacation, vacation. 
TripAdvisor's Traveler's Choice Awards are out for the destinations. And, uh, yeah, the, the camping uh, experts say the campground at Assateague State Park, State huh. Park. Do-da-do-da. Is the one that is uh, that they consider the best amongst, amongst other really high-profile locations pretty well. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. How many of these can I give away? The, we, this is all we really have left for today. I thought we were giving away like 60 today. Well, no, it's going to be 30 today and 30 tomorrow. <gasps> oh, okay. These are the final block pool uh, that I'm going to give away right now uh, for um, the tickets that we have for Sunday's Eagles game, courtesy of our friends at Duncan. So we'll take callers 10, 11, and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. You'll get a block. On Friday, we play yeah. Madden. Oh, Jesus. A block? Yeah! <laughs> we play Madden on Friday. The final score dictates which block wins, and your name might be on it. So call right now, 215-263-WMMR. If you don't get through on the phone lines, then you can either go to uh, WMMR.com or even easier, text the word Duncan, D-U-N-K-I-N, to 39333, and we'll send you the link, and you can get signed up that away. And listen to the rest of the day, because uh, the, the rest of the gang here on MMR is going to have your chance to get on board for a block pool. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Don't forget uh, secret text word uh, coming up as well. So text word secret to 39333 while you're in the texting mood. We'll get to the bizarre file when we return. From 6 to 10, Nick and Sarah rock Creekside Cabaret in Hatfield. Check out the All-Star Amateur Contest with a $2,000 grand prize. Visit CreeksideCabaret.com for more details. Case, you wanted to mention something? Yeah, it's a shout-out. Well, it's not really a shout-out as much as it is a... um... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. our friends at Acme, local Florida. Wow. Friends, Man, they did a nice flavors. cake. Yeah. So it's just beautifully, it's, it looks pretty heavy, Marissa. You got very it? Very heavy. Marissa's holding <laughs> this. Sweating over there. <laughs> this uh, beautiful cake, and it says, Happy birthday, it, Preston. Aww. 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 Should I blow out the 55 candles on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Hell of a looking cake, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, thank you. You did not need to do that, but I appreciate that. Uh, Actually, our friends from Acme wanted to do that for you. No kidding. That's nice. Wonderful. Let let everyone see the cake, Michael. Yeah. (laughs) Smaller piece. (laughs) Um, All right. Thank you, guys. Well, that that was wonderful. I don't know where to go now. Well, you can do the bizarre file. While right, you do that, I'll eat some cake. We can. <laughs> I'll do my part over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everyone chips in. Yep. Make sure you say mucho. Uh, yes. A lot. Yeah, I want to say mucho. Don't right. be in denial. Especially in Spain. Yeah. You want to say mucho as much as you can because it really means a lot it to them. It means a lot to them. Right. The listener sent in a good uh, bad joke, which was uh, when we were talking about camping. <laughs> they went camping in London one time, and it was really intense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now it's time for the bizarre file. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, the Bizarre File brought to you by Creekside Cabaret, and they were amateur of the year. It's tonight for 2022. In fact, we'll do some giveaways in just a moment. Make sure you stay close. Last year's 12 amateur of the month winners compete for the title. CreeksideCabaret.com. 
Nick will be there tonight from 6 to 8 for the pre-party, and then Sarah Parker afterwards for the event. So join them. All right, so let's see how birthday, not birthday, what the hell am I talking about? It's <laughs> your birthday. It's my birthday. Uh, we'll go with this. Doctors <laughs> amputated the testicle of a young man who got clubbed in the groin oh. by a police officer during protest in Paris. Oh. The incident oh, happened during a uh, spurt of violence uh, at a mostly peaceful march on Thursday, which saw tens of thousands of people taken to the streets in uh, to oppose controversial government pension reform plan. And the victim, a 26-year-old engineer, said that he was knocked to the ground by an officer while taking photos during clashes between demonstrators and police. Another riot cop charged at him, swiftly cracking down his baton into the man's groin. Uh, oh, my boy! The injured man, Ivan, said that he told the newspaper he was suing so that this stops because I'm not the first person to be subjected to violence by police. Uh, so, uh, according to a lawyer representing him, he said uh, the lawsuit for voluntary violence by a person in authority uh, leading to mutilation is already in progress. So you can't beat someone's nut off. I don't think you can no? beat someone's nut off. <laughs> is that carrot cake? It is. Oh my are you kidding? God. Okay. Yeah. That's why it weighs a thousand pounds. Wow. Casey, did you have the first piece? Uh, no, I gave the first piece to press. He did. Oh, I saw. Right. I went. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's a corner piece with most of the icing. He's eating the first piece. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm eating the second piece. Okay. <laughs> A group of social... He just can't help himself. It's scary cake. A group of social media influencers who lived in a Hollywood Hills home known as the Hype House allegedly left significant damage to the home, and the owner is now asking for some big bucks in return. I think this was... Was this a reality show? Uh, It's on YouTube. Yeah, okay. A group of influencers rent big, expensive homes, live together, and create videos. Hype, hype, hype! Rented out the massive ten bedroom, sixteen bathroom home. Holy wow. hell! In Hollywood, in the Hollywood Hills, for fifty thousand dollars a month. Oh my god! Uh, their former landlord, Daniel Fitzgerald, claims the group left some serious damage during their stay. The group caused six hundred thousand dollars in damage. Whoa. He said, "That's insane." A total of eight influencers rented the home, including Cole Little Huddy Hudson, Cole Little Huddy Hudson, Mia Hayward, Calvin Goldby, and Patri- Patrick Houston. God, Fitzgerald like... says that the co-founder Thomas Petru was the leader of the pack. In a lawsuit, the landlord claims group damaged expensive tiles with skateboards, damaged the jacuzzi, and left extensive water and roof damage as well. He said they actually put these damages on YouTube. It says in their le- in their lease, no fireworks allowed, no pyrotechnics in the house. The but, hype house. But I guess they violated that. He says the former tenants agreed to pay him $10,000 a month over the next 40 months for the damage wow. and for moving out of the house five months early. However, since they left in January of last of 2021, he's only been paid $2,500 a month. Aren't uh, these, these, these are influencers. They're, they've got some money, these people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the group's former, well, maybe we're led to believe they have a Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Uh, the group's former landlord says that despite the lawsuit, he still likes social media influencers. Well, he's a moron. He said they're nice people. Uh, we just want Thomas to pay the bill. Thomas is the boss, you know, and he has the money. Or if you get the other people to pay, that'll be fine, too, he says. A follow-up story from yesterday. The Rhode Island Department of Health, at the request of a young detective who found half-eaten cookies and carrots on Christmas, was unable to conclude if the cookie contained Santa's Uh DNA. So it still remains up in the air. 
However, the department tweeted that something magical may be at play. While they found no complete matches, they said there was a partial match to a 1947 case around 34th Street in New York City. Uh-oh. And that the carrots did test positive for the presence of reindeer. So, Did they say that the, d- the DNA was the same DNA found on the body of the Black Dahlia murder case? I think they, yeah. it was a similar, yes, there are connections here for sure. Uh, police suspect foul play after a hiker found a human skull at South Mountain Park and Preserve in Phoenix last weekend. Do skulls not routinely hike that area? Uh, the grizzly discovery was made Saturday. The remains had signs of trauma, prompting a homicide investigation. Uh, detectives are following leads and working with the medical examiner's office to identify that was my skull. the victim. Uh, <laughs> earlier this month, an off-roader found a human skull and other bones. Uh, in Buckeye, and those remains, which are also unidentified, were sent to the medical examiner's office. Wow. Uh, It's a pretty messed up story, but just, man, it was this woman's time. A coroner has released the name of a 72-year-old woman who died after a Denny's sign fell on her car. Oh, man. I mean, like one of those big signs. Just fell on the car. The sign for Denny's fell on top of the car around 1.30 on a windy Thursday afternoon. Police said that three people in the vehicle, two women and a man, had to be extricated and were taken to the hospital. Uh, The 72-year-old, now identified as Lillian Curtis, was taken to the hospital in critical condition, but she ultimately died. Mm. Uh, The other woman and man were taken to a uh, hospital with seemingly non-life-threatening injuries. Wouldn't have happened at Applebee's. At the time the sign fell, winds were gusting around 50 miles per hour Uh. in the area and the surrounding region. Police said that this was a factor in causing the sign to fall. Wow. That's yeah, it. That was her. Her ticket got punched when the, when a Denny sign kills you. You are done. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back, but we are going to give away our secret text word prize as we are taking break. So that means Kathy needs to give us a number. Caller, please. Ten. All right. Tenth caller, 215-263-WMMR. The Sarah Silverman tickets are up for grabs. You need to know the secret text word. Uh, why is this not my... I think I... That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be the bed, but it's not. <laughs> All right. So, uh... I'm scared. If you hit the button, it'll work now, I promise. Are you scared? Okay, well, hang on a second. There we go. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we will get to Lesson Question Trash Music News, that stuff. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's, it's not fancy. This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Going up to about 46 degrees today. We're going to mainly see clouds. Some rain and and snow mix possible today. Um, I think it's going to be raining... A little bit more on the heavy side tonight, and then uh, tomorrow, partly cloudy, windy, high 47. Some sun on Friday, that's pretty good, but of course, when the sun comes back, temperature goes down, so usually where it works. Weather seems to be, right now, going to cooperate for the game, right? Uh, yes, as yeah. of now, it's looking like uh, cloudy skies and 50 degrees. Not bad. That's not too bad at all. Uh, we were looking for caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR for the secret text word. It is Matt. Who we're going to go to. Good morning, Matt. Okay. Look who it is. Oh, I love it. Wow. This was wow. 
Well done sound effects, the whole thing. I don't think we've ever had a caller use sound effects before. Would yeah, I like had a lot of time on that, uh, yeah. that break. Uh, that's, that's wonderful. Would you like some ambrosia? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Matt, what's secret text for everybody? Uh, that word would be comforter. Comforter yeah. is correct, yes. Hang on just a second, Matt. We are going to set you up, my man. We're going to give you a, a pair of tickets to join Sarah Silverman for the Grow Some Lips Tour, which is coming to Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City on February 4th. Tickets and info- excuse me, information <laughs> at ac.com. It's a cake burp. Uh, and our random texter that we got was uh, Cindy Marin, uh, who is from Booth Wynn. And she's going to get the exact same thing. So congratulations, Cindy. Cindy, we're going to set you up. All right, uh, time for music news. The hell? No. I think it's oh, it, oh lesson question. It's your birthday. You, you, you're high on carrot cake, Go man. Go, Preston. It's your birthday. <laughs> All right, I didn't even look at these. Um, so I apologize. I have to glance at these. While I go through, Lance, that's a good word. Yeah, Jackie would like that. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Uh, which city in New Jersey is the Paris of the United States? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if we know the answer. To that. Which city in New Jersey is the Paris of the United States? Call if you know the answer. While you're calling, we'll do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get into some stories before we get to your calls. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, this is surprising. Despite a top-level talent and writing team, Mindy Kaling's animated series Velma is officially one of the ten lowest-rated TV shows ever to appear on IMDb. In fact, right now, the only show lower on the list is Mitch McConnell's Drag Race. Hey! Emily Ratajkowski delivered the commencement speech to Hunter College's graduates last Thursday. The 31-year-old model told graduates that her secret to success is A-B-S-Y-N. What? Always be showing your nipples. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Russell Crowe confirmed that he won't be reprising his role as Maximus Decimus Meridius in the Ridley Scott sequel to The Gladiator. However, Crowe revealed that he will be returning as a new character, Humongous Enormous Obesius. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need a winner, and we will need to find out what uh, city in New Jersey is the Paris of the United States, and it is John who gets to take a crack at it. Hey, John, morning. What's up? What's up, whores? All right, whore. <laughs> liar, whore, whore. Liar, whore. Liar, whore. You know it. All right, John, what city in New Jersey is the Paris of the United States? That would be Newark. Newark. Yes. John just got himself a four-pack of tickets. I forgot to mention the prize for the Philadelphia Golf and Travel Show. It's February 3rd through the 5th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. And there are huge savings on golf equipment and accessories there. Go to MyPhillyGolfShow.com for tickets and information. Uh, We'll do music news now. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> All right, I have a few uh, items passed along to you. Uh, Marilyn Manson and actress uh, Esme Bianco have settled 
a 2021 sexual assault lawsuit in which Bianco alleged Manson, whose real name is Brian Warner, raped and sexually battered her. Mm. Uh, attorneys for both parties confirmed uh, that the case was settled, but the details of the agreement were not revealed. Uh, Jay Elwanger, who represents the Game of Thrones actress, uh, said Ms. Bian- Bianco has agreed to resolve her claims against Brian Warner and Marilyn Manson Records Incorporated in order to move on with her life and career. Uh, according to Spin Manson's attorney, Howard King, sent a similarly worded statement uh, she, who said Bianco's lawsuit claimed, or I'm, I'm sorry, initially Bianco's, Bianco's lawsuit claimed that uh, the singer allegedly tied her down, whipped her, electrocuted her, and cut her with a knife over the course of several instances that took place between 2009 and 2011. So, uh, quick question here. Uh, so, is was this a civil case? And can you have a civil Rape case? That's a criminal. Very good question. Um, yeah, right? I, mean, I, you, I don't like, know. I always thought. Could that you settle? That was uh, a criminal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, very good question. So if there's I mean, a settlement, then that's got to be a civil case. I, uh, Steve, what immediately comes to mind is OJ, and yeah. that was a wrongful death, right? And that was he was convicted. He was guilty, murder and civil case. Yeah, so, right. So that, but that he I was found guilty was, for the civil, right? And I think what what he was found guilty of was wrongful death. He was not never found guilty of murder. Interesting, uh, because that was the criminal charge. So I think yeah. if I think the civil charges have to be a different charge than the criminal charge. Yeah, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not sure what it. I'm not. I'd, I'd have to see what the official right, right uh, charges are. But that's a good question, Steve. Uh, speaking of charges, uh, Kansas City prosecutors have dismissed assault charges filed against Danny Carey of Tool. Um, the court did not give a reason for the dismissal, saying that the case is a closed confidential matter as of January 23rd. They were in a forgiving mood because they just had some delicious carrot cake. Uh, the <laughs> Tool drummer was arrested in December 2021 at the Kansas City International Airport for physically and verbally abusing another man in a terminal following uh, a college basketball game. So he has been cleared of those So this charges. conflict at the airport remains up in the air. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Dave Matthews Band will kif- kick off its U.S. World Tour in Texas on May 19th. And they're going to be here in town, which is wonderful. Uh, it's going to be July 21st and 22nd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. What Friday days and the Saturday. Week? Okay. <laughs> I knew what you were going to Well, no, also, because your birthday's on the 20th. Yep, so which is a Thursday, so... But celebrate yeah. your birthday. Yeah, uh, Friday and Saturday in July. It'll be nice. He nice. usually does weekend two shows here in Philly, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so last year was the first year that they came through in a number of years because of the pandemic and a couple other things. Um, but uh, it has been that a lot, Preston. But, like, a few years before, like 2019, 2018, it was, like... A Monday and a Tuesday, yeah. or you know, on a, so to have it on a weekend w- will be great. So, has um, the audience experience at Dave Matthews the last time? So it was at the Gorge, right? Were you? Yeah. So I went. Uh, right. I saw him in Camden uh, with Brent Porsche last summer, which was a blast, and then saw him out in the Gorge. Is it less uh, vomity? Less drinky, uh, yeah, less junky. Yeah, yeah, people have grown up. Okay. You know, I mean, there are still people that go to Buffett shows just yeah. to party. There are people who go to Dave Matthews shows just to party. Kenny Chesney, like all of those. Yeah. There is the party crowd. But I think, like, the hardcore, if you want to call them hardcore fans, uh, just go and have fun. I think I want to try me some Dave Matthews concerts. Well, it be my a, first time. On a Friday night, yeah. uh, just, like, it's, it's a really good time and a good vibe. All right. Uh, by the way, an online ticket presale for members of the DMB Warehouse Fan Association is underway now at Warehouse at, at the Warehouse, which I believe is on his website. Uh, tickets go on sale to the general public on uh, February seventeenth at ten a.m. 
Uh, we actually have a clip of a song. Did you want to mention something first? Well, no, I wanted to ask about that. Did uh, did they release new music, or are yes. they releasing new music? <clears throat> they yeah. did, and uh, it's not entirely new, but it's new on an album. So okay. this is a song that they've been playing live for a little while, okay. and uh, now it's on the new record that's going to come out in May. Here's a little bit of this. It's called Man Man, Madman's Eyes. Eastern vibe to it. Yeah, I might yeah. actually go to that Saturday night show because uh, the uh, Ben to the Shore bike tour is the following Sunday, that the next day. Okay, so I will be in the area, All right. uh, and I haven't seen Dave in a while. And I think because like I, I, I'm not as well versed in they put out so much new music, and, right. and I'm not like I, I don't even know how many albums they've put out, but. I, this is a type of uh, concert where I feel like I could just sit back and chill, right? And I wouldn't have to like dance and, and rage, you know, like <laughs> like a, like a fish you don't want to rage before the rage before nah. the event to the shore. Yeah, wait a minute, not like a fish show. Yeah, because <clears throat> fish concerts, I know ninety five percent of the songs, and I like to dance and and, uh, and get down mm-hmm. and get your groove on. Yeah. With your bad self? With yeah. my bad self. Okay. And, uh, you and like be- the nightlife. I do. I you like, like to boogie yeah. on the disco? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Please don't talk about love tonight. <laughs> uh, tickets go on sale February 17th, 10 a.m., by the way, if you want to get those. So there you go, Case. All right. Get your tickets. Uh, another show or another tour has been announced, but I didn't see any Philly dates. But I want to mention them because they're friends with us. Coheed and Cambria. Announced their 2023 Never Ender No World for a Waking Mind tour. Those guys are great. Uh, kicks off April 28th. They're going to be in Pittsburgh on April 30th. They'll be in New York on May 3rd. And they'll be in Boston on May 4th. But I see no Philly or Camden date. None of that. Why do I believe? I don't know what the schedule looks like. Maybe there's a hole in the, uh, in the touring schedule that might be perfect for a Philly stop. Uh, Not but, many holes in this schedule. I'm looking right. at it. They go from the 1st, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 7th, 9th, 10th, and that's all in our area. So mm. you never know. Uh, and I know they like this area, so we'll see. And if they're in the area, we'd love to have them in because they yeah. have been wonderful. Yep. Molly Crew officially started rehearsals for their uh, pair of warm-up uh, U.S. dates with Def Leppard before embarking on a massive joint in South America and Europe. Uh, the shows feature the debut of guitarist John Five, stepping in as Mick Mars' permanent live replacement after retiring from the road due to a type of debilitating arthritis. Was he a guitar tech? Uh, you said sometimes they usually pull on their guitar tech. No, right? I think I think John Five is like a. I, I know that name. All right, yeah. I, I want to say he's been in other bands, and unfortunately, my knowledge is limited of uh, John. I think he was Five. in Short Circuit. He was, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, got hit by lightning and then became a <laughs> member of Motley Crue. Nikki oh. Six was uh, clearly pumped. What? No disassembly. No disassembly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, was the first record. <laughs> Nikki Six was clearly pumped, posting on Instagram. Forty-two years, and I still get excited about the first day of band rehearsal. Here we go. 
John Five was one of the commenters, adding, "I'm uh, more excited than can't and more excited and can't wait, buddy." Uh, Separate release just five days for his 81st birthday is Paul McCartney's first photo book. Wow! Titled "Eyes of the Storm." Of uh, the book, called from photos discovered by from his uh, Beatles days. Uh, will be published on June 13th, features 275 photos and shots of just as Beatlemania began to take the world by storm, as seen through the lens of Paul's 35-millimeter camera. So he took these photos. That's wild. Uh, the, took pho- them all. Uh, the photos were taken in six cities, uh, New York, Washington, and Newark, L- London, Liverpool, Miami, and Paris. Which is the Newark of France? <laughs> in a hard day's night, mm. the uh, the movie uh, Ringo's the one walking around with the camera, right? Yes, I believe so. That's right. He had a camera in that movie. Good call, uh, Steve. So the book will have an introduction <laughs> by Paul, and then finally, new bronze statues of Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are set to be erected this April in their hometown of Dartford, England. Uh, both uh, Stone's co-founders attended Wentworth Primary School in Dartford. Dartford uh, with uh, Jagger going on to study at Dartford Grammar. Uh, the pair reconnected in 1961 on a platform at Dartford train station. So People of Dartford, bite you all. A lot of history in this uh, town. <laughs> That'd be uh, so... Uh, okay, these are, are normal size. They're not out, they're not like, not, you know, 900 foot Jesus. Right. Uh, Dartford Borough Council Leader Jeremy Kite explained, we want to demonstrate to, that people can come from a very small town like Dartford and go out and change the world. The town has a really good relationship with them. I think people are going to love it. Actually, the only interesting thing that ever happened to Dartford. Yeah, probably. She's a boring town full of depressing people. <laughs> All right, and that is my last item in, uh, music news. That's what we did. All right, so this is it. I know you've been waiting all morning for it. Creekside Cabaret. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nick McAway going to be there tonight. It is their big amateur contest. It's a championship, actually, for all of 2022. Uh, Nick will be there from 6 to 8. And then Sarah Parker is there from 8 till 10. She's emceeing and kicking off the All-Star Amateur Contest. Uh, so let's take caller number 15 at 2- 215-263-WMMR. And we are going to set you up, and you can go to CreeksideCabaret.com for more information. The MM Army is going to be there giving away concert tickets and stuff like that, so make sure you stop by uh, if you don't even win the tickets. But we'll take that caller now, number 15. We'll be back in a moment, wrapping up the show when we return. Two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage, Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's the end of our show yes. for today, but we've crammed a whole lot in today's program. We needed lube, man. I, you're right. Yeah. We had to we had to 
shoehorn all that stuff in there, and sometimes there's, you know, a little tissue tearing yeah, can happen. Does happen. A little lube helps. So uh, we gave away a bunch of uh, opportunities to get tickets to the NFC Championship game on Sunday. Your Philadelphia Eagles in South Philly against the Niners. It is a block pool contest that we're doing. We're going to give these away on Friday with a game of Madden that's going to take place in our studio. Brent Selleck has agreed to come in and play, working on another competitor. We're hoping for another former Eagle. Yeah, another formidable opponent. But, and, uh, yeah, it's going to go down. And so uh, we'll do more giveaways tomorrow, but Pierre will have some, uh, Jackie will have some, Brent will have some, and you can also text Duncan, the word Duncan, D-U-N-K-I-N, uh, to 39333, and you will get a link to the online entry, and make sure you look at the link because that picture that comes up is Jason Fayon and his buddy uh, dressed as, what are they? The Zubaz Brothers. Zubaz Brothers. Uh, so we're happy to give away 100 of these opportunities. Everybody who wins one of these blocks, you get a $5 Dunkin' card. Come on. Yeah. And then we're going to give away uh, quarter winners for first, second, and third uh, $100 Dunkin' gift cards, and then obviously the big prize are tickets to the game on Sunday. Excellent. So it's a great idea, Casey. This is Casey's idea. Wow. Well, I well, love it. Let's just, if it works. <laughs> it'll if, work. it, if it doesn't work, then it was work. a terrible idea. And no, it'll be wonderful. Blame Kathy. Uh, <laughs> Pierre is here. What am I giving away? You were giving away, uh, so we're, we're doing a block pool. Are you familiar with what that is? Uh-uh. So when you, when you have a block pool for a game. Is that the over-under? No. no. So literally on a board... There will be um, a, grid. A, a grid of 100 blocks. And across the top are 10 numbers with each row of blocks. And then on the side are 10 numbers. Okay. And then at the end of the game, you take the last digits of each score for each team. So let's say it's a you know 10 to 17. You would take the 0 from the 10 and the 7 from the 17. And you would line them up. Like we're looking at this right here on this uh, on the monitor. And then you cross-reference those in whatever block they land in. Somebody wins. Tic-tac-toe. Something like sure that. Like yeah. tic-tac-toe yeah. okay. with Wink Martindale. Or yeah. it's, it's like Battleship, okay? When you go, okay, we're going to go A7. Never right. played Battleship. Me neither. You never played Battleship? I love Battleship. I don't know why I said that. was a lie. I lied. What oh, the hell? Okay. You, what? I played. Come on, uh, He's lying. Jason and uh, his buddy, I forget his buddy's Glenn. name. Glenn, yeah. um, uh, we're on Fox, as you mentioned, um, and uh, he's been doing that since he worked for me, mm. uh, dressing up with with those insanely ridiculous pants um, and that whole outfit, and they do this whole shtick. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I loved that you had him on. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, it was nice to chat with him. Uh, so you're giving away those. Uh, you're giving away blocks. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, blocks, yeah. I'm giving away air. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, chances to win. Okay. Yeah. So how? Uh, okay. All you Pancake have to do is explain it, dude. You me. just take callers, right. and, and, and Pancake will take care of the rest. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Pancake will have to get on the air and explain it uh, for the listeners. To giving away blocks of things with numbers in them that yep. could get you some tickets. And you yeah. win, you win five dollar Duncan cards, and you win five dollar Duncan cards simply by being in the block. But you might win the big tickets. Stay with me. Yep, it's everybody. It. All right, I'll just stay tell with you me. how it goes. <laughs> All right, it's a biggie. It's a biggie. Uh, shall we do the letter of the day? Yes. All right, that's a biggie. Preston and Steve on ninety WMMR. Now the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter N, as in neurotic. All right, mm. neurotic N. All right, and we're giving away the four hundred dollars Nebraska gift card. On Friday, and it's Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham. Don't miss the Sweethearts Weekend at Nebraza. 
February 10th through the 14th, featuring 15 different cuts of meat and fish, gourmet salad bar, and award-winning wine list with complimentary champagne and chocolate-covered strawberries for only $62.95. You can book a reservation now at nebraza.com. So that's Friday when we'll give that away. What's coming up on your show today, man? Well, we've got a pair of tickets for Blues Traveler uh, coming up May 20th. Uh, at the concert venue uh, at Harrah's, which will be cool. We've got uh, the Maniskin uh, turntable to give away for all the people who won uh, the uh, autographed vinyl. we got a Wise $50 gift card. We have Workforce Blocks of the Kinks and Pearl Jam and Doobie Brothers, so an action-packed program and blocks of numbers of things which will get you something <laughs> yeah. sooner or later if Tickets. you're lucky. And yeah. coffee. And coffee, coffee, too. Yes, or donuts. Uh, or donuts. You could do donuts. Damn, Damn man. Damn, Damn, there's donuts. All right, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you by Duncan. Hey! President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and the Creekside Cabaret. The 2022 Amateur of the Year title on the line tonight, CreeksegCabaret.com. Nick will be there, and so will Sarah. Join them. Uh, tomorrow on a program, a Thursday, uh, we'll chat with uh, guitarist Vernon Reed yes. of Living Color. And we'll get into some other things. Obviously, we'll give away more of those uh, chances to win the tickets uh, to see the Eagles on Sunday. That's it. We're done. Rage on, and have a great day. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the map. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Hey. 